The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. Is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I'm hoping this is just bluster. I'm hoping this is just trying to kind of poke and uh, create a stern or strong posture, but it's more bluster than not. And what I'm talking about is the president's tweet late last night Oof. directed at Iran. I've never seen him use so many caps. Yeah, this is all caps, and this could go either way. I don't think the president threatens without being willing to follow through. Okay, yeah. Although I, I think he, yeah. he threatens a lot, knowing that people will back down. Back down, yeah. Typical. I mean, the, right, this is what he's done during his negotiating times over yeah. the years as a uh, contractor. Yeah. And a businessman, yeah. He threatens people all the time to get him to back down, but then he does follow through. So create a strong front, but willing to follow through. I think that's what you want from a president. But when it comes to threatening another country with war, it just gets really serious for us because we might be on the verge of war. I'm hoping it's more bluster. Another war because we're still fighting another one. Yeah, well, that's true. An additional (laughs) one or whatever. Um, Last night, the president uh, tweeted after kind of a back and forth between his regime and Iran's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He tweeted, never, ever threaten the United... This is all caps, by the way. In -hmm. fact, I retweeted a little while ago. Never, ever threaten the United States again, or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have uh, ever suffered before. Mm. That's pretty serious. That is serious. Now, they've been trying to work out some sort of uh, deal, even just mm, a deal to meet. Mm, okay. <laughs> Not even a deal deal at a meeting, but a deal to meet uh, for the past couple of months or so. Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was speaking at the Reagan Forum in Simi Valley over the weekend. He offered Iran direct talks, as they have, because they already said that Iran deal is done. Oh, yeah. Obama oh yeah, we're done with that. And that's yeah. kind of what, uh, what this is hinging on now. He said, hey, we'll talk to you. But then he blasted them for their corruption and human rights abuses, which the world should be. Yes. How do we just ignore these? Because, well, that's a country we're not uh, interested in giving the business right now. I will talk about America's human rights violations. And if someone doesn't like uh, Israel right now, we'll talk about theirs or something. But... You know, let's just ignore Iran's. Anyway, so he he blasted them for their corruption and human rights violations, which he should have. At one point, a heckler stood up, screamed at him, and he responded, if only there were so much freedom of expression in Iran. What? If only they had this type of freedom of expression in Iran. Uh, Iran's president, Rouhani, issued a threat to the U.S. over the weekend. Mr. Trump, don't play with the lion's tail. This would only lead to regret. America should know the peace that peace with Iran is the mother of all peace and war with Iran is the mother of all war. Mm. See, this is when it gets all tricky with me because then I start thinking of the caliphate, start thinking of the holy war and the doomsday kind of talk that Glenn always does. So that kind of scares me. What, that this might be the verge of it? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you got to concern yourself with these things. At this point, though, uh, without going that far, you just take it at face value. <laughs> They're screaming back and forth mm-hmm. at each other. That traditionally has led to some really bad things. Yes. But again, we know the world is a little different now. Trump communicates in a different way. He really does. I mean, we've said that before. This is just kind of a different way that he communicates. Yeah, look at Kim Yong-un. He called him Rocket Man, Little Rocket Man, and then was able to bring him to the table. Oh, it's a good guy here. I was going to bring him a CD of Rocket Man. <laughs> just kind of odd, but... Man, that is definitely scary when yeah, you see that. Yeah, it is. The all-caps threat to Iran. I mean, that's not just a, hey, listen, you're on the verge of war, or you guys are pushing our buttons, or you tread lightly. I mean, that's... But, what have we said? Part of his new way of communicating is communicating like they communicate. The U.S. doesn't offer threats like this. This is not how we respond. we don't. But over the years, since I was a kid, this is the type of stuff Iran has said over and over. They shake their fist, literally, at the camera. They burn American flags, and these are the type of things they say. Trump has given it back to him again. And by the way, if this is all they, they understand, bullies understand force, that's what they, they understand, then this may be a good way to communicate. I guess yeah. time will tell. Yeah. And right now we're looking at it, the presidential tweets uh, as back in the day when radio broadcasters are going, I bet you they had the same thoughts of like, how is this president <clears throat> just talking and talking and talking? Oh, with technology? With technology, you mean? yeah. Yeah, I mean, part of it's the technology. Again, people blasting Trump over the weekend for tweeting. Uh, Obama tweeted. Again, like you said, when radio was invented, it's like, what, you're not meeting people one-on-one? How dare how you? How dare you not go to the masses in the back of a train stop or back of a train and make stops? Um, yeah, but the other part is how he says it. Yeah. Yeah, this is things they've said over and over, or these types of things for years. America would never do that because that's not seen diplomatic and you're just uh, ratcheting it up. But if this is what they understand, this is how they communicate, maybe, just maybe this is what you're supposed to do. I mean, come on, Iran. I know you're doing this for your people. That's what they're doing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They know the president knows the truth. Iran against the U.S., it's not a question. It's over. It's It's done. done. Yeah. I mean, if we went all out on them, oh. if we really believed the U.S. was in immediate danger, and this was it, ground zero, no holds barred, it'd take about an hour. Yeah, that will be the new Trump parking lot for his... Uh, right, I'm serious. I, I, that's not as bragging. It's just the no. truth. It would, if we really wanted to, hour, which, couple of hours, and, which, and they could be completely gone. Yeah, which is something that frustrated me during the Iraq and, our, and uh, Afghanistan war. It's like, really, guys? How can we fight with two hands tied behind our backs? Well, and that's because we're not willing to commit to going exactly. and doing what we have to. Mm-hmm. I get it. You're right. But uh, if Iran knows this, why do they do this? That is true, too. Why, why do they say these things? They're because testing this, the water? No, it's not for us. It's for their people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all it is. They have to keep the people behind the regime. Remember, regime's job one is protect the regime it's not protect the country protect the people they'll do whatever they can to protect the regime that's the reason you see regimes over the years Mm -hmm. that get displaced by their own people oh yeah and yet their little group of six or eight people flee and live out of a hotel in some other country (laughs) displaced president of this regime right and it's a whole new government in there because it's protect the regime and part of the way you do that of course you threat you glad hands carrot and stick 
But then you also have to manipulate the people, right? We will stand up to this big, great Satan. Please, come on. Come on, man. Right? Come on. (laughs) It's pointless. You're not going to. But they have to keep them involved, right? You have to get them all ginned up to the point they're like, oh, that didn't work out so well for us. Got it. Okay. (laughs) We probably shouldn't have done that. Our mistake. Our mistake. Because they, and the other thing is they don't know the truth. They don't understand what uh, what their country can and cannot do, you know, militarily. Yeah, they know. They don't know. They have no concept. Remember, they have limited media access. They have limited internet. They can't look at this stuff. No, all they know is what their government is telling them. So, I can't wait for the mainstream media, like NBC and CNN, to be like, "How dare he attack the beautiful country of Iran?" Why he? Why, why is he talking to like that to those people? Because he has a he has a way of making the media stand up for the worst of the worst. No, you know because the players what the media does too. If they want to target a regime, then they talk about human rights violations. Yes. If they don't, then they talk about the people. Wow. They, why you're threatening this government and the people are not that government. This government has controlled them for many, many years. They're just innocent people. And really, do you want to attack them? That's what they do in Palestine. Yeah. yeah. That's what look at look at the Israelis attacking these people. <laughs> they do. They manipulate. They know. It's all a big game. All right. So as I started off, hopefully this is more bluster. Not that he wouldn't be willing to follow through, but hopefully he's just posturing here. And this is not really something he's likely to do. Other big no- news with regard to the president is the uh, latest on Carter Page and the Putin. Thank God Hillary has now commented, weighed in on Trump's meeting with Putin in Helsinki. Thank God. I was afraid that we were going to go with, you know, and out her commenting that we were just going to have to, the story move would on. move in and out of the news and she would not comment. But the good news is she did comment. And I, do we have the audio? Get the audio ready for Hillary. After watching this clip of her speaking at uh, the New York Art Festival. <laughs> What's a, the New York Art Festival? She was Festival. at the New York Art Festival when she commented. Have they run out of things to have her propped as a... About art, you mean? Uh, yeah. She like, had a lot of comments, I'm sure, about like art. A, a, so, Hillary, what do you think of this Picasso? What emotions was he... I think he... Um, what he was doing is, um, is drawing light. <laughs> To man's struggle with man. And you can tell with the vertical brushstrokes. Oh, the vertical. Okay. That he was trying to inspire and uplift during his blue period. (laughs) She said something like that, I'm sure. Because if you're at the New York Art Festival, wouldn't you comment on... The art. Art. The artist. The future of art. Hers was pretty political. Yeah, it was was all political, as a matter of fact. Okay. But I I had one burning question that i was left with overall when when i and i didn't watch the entire speech no but the part i saw i had one overall burning question that i just could not get out of my head i'm going to play the clip for you and then i'll share that question here we go the great mystery is why the president has not spoken up for our country and we saw that most clearly in this recent Uh, meeting with Putin. We don't know what was said in uh, the room, or just the two of them. Putin is basically uh, telling the world what was decided. You know, he has been giving press statements, he's calling in 
Russian ambassadors to other countries. He's reaching out to other leaders. And he's basically saying, well, here's what we decided. And we're hearing crickets from the White House. There are some tech experts in Silicon Valley, Valley with whom I have met who say that you know, maybe what they'll do this next time is to really disrupt the actual election. Shut down the servers that you send results to. Uh, interfere with the operation of voting machines because still too many of them are linked to the internet. So there, we are still very vulnerable. All right, uh, there is a lot of questions, a lot of comments probably popped up in your head, but the burning one for me is, what the hell is she wearing? What is she wearing? What the hell is she wearing? Is that a muumuu? What is it? No, I, I, I would give her more credit if it was a muumuu. I don't know what it is. Because it definitely looks like a stupid muumuu by Jeffy. Because you know Jeffy has his own muumuu line. Right, muumuu's by Jeffy. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she actually got a muumuu by Jeffy? And it's not just a muumuu. Did you see the shot of her shoes? Yes. What, what, the plastic shoes. But they were like some weird old lady hippie sandals. Yes, yes. They were, they were like, and it makes sense. I mean, she went to the hippie generation, who she is, but maybe now she's not able to wear them with her advancing years. Mm. So does she have some new line of old lady hippie shoes, like orthopedic, orthopedic old lady sandals, yes. orthopedic hippie sandals? That's all By I can way, come up with. They're, they're like sandals from what I could see, <laughs> but white, like... Bottom rubberized kind of a cross okay you got ortho white orthopedic yeah. like nurses Nurse shoes. shoes yep mixed with i went through the 60s and got stoned a lot sandals <laughs> the, the probably shower shoes as well right well the nice thing is you don't have to change your shoes from <laughs> you the shower know. to the movie you know, no, you know, you know and then out to the new york art to- festival <laughs> festival i have no idea what this was we may, posted it, the comments on both facebook and twitter or paste post the picture and ask for captions and there oh, was, a was a good whole lot of them. A lot of Homer Simpson when he was wearing the muumuu because he was so fat. Yeah. A lot of Homer Simpson comparisons. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who? That's just. Yeah, Seriously. Go back to your suits, sweetheart. <sighs> go back to your suits. I guess she doesn't have, as, uh, have to look as formal now that she's not running for president at this moment. Because when she was running, it was all. Suited here's up. my commun- communist pantsuit. Right. Hers were just more colorful than Kim Jong-un's. Yes. That's all yes. it is. They bought the same shop. About the same size, <laughs> same style. Everything oh was gosh. the same, just hers were more colorful. I think she's a little bit taller. That shows how, <laughs> <laughs> That shows the freedom we have here. She can wear the rainbow of colors. We're very open in the West. She's allowed to wear the whole rainbow of color communist pantsuit. All right, let's go through the clip one more time and get to some of the other comments now that you've heard the, over, uh, the uh, entire thing. Here we go. The great mystery is why the president has not spoken up for our country. And we saw that most clearly in this recent uh, meeting with Putin. Okay, hold it right there. Hold it right there. I'll I'll give her one small little point in that, yes, during the Putin meeting, he should have been more vocal about standing up because there absolutely was Russian meddling. More direct. Right, he should have been absolutely more direct with him. There absolutely was Russian meddling. There absolutely has been Russian meddling in just about everything for decades and decades and decades. All the way back to at least World War II. At least, and probably farther back than that. But there has been Russian meddling. He should have been more direct. I will give the president that much credit, benefit of the doubt, to say hopefully he was 
again, negotiating. It's bluster. It's pomp and circumstance. This is this is what he's doing to try mm-hmm. to negotiate. I still wish he would have been more direct with it. Yes. But to say he's never stood up for America, please. I mean, she's using it as a blanket statement like every diplomatic uh, comment he's ever had or any comment directed to or at another country. He has not stood up for America. Did he stand up for America with his uh, comment to Iran this morning? Yeah, I think absolutely he did. stood up to America. And you could bet these same people are going to be like, how dare he take us to the brink of war? Did he stand up to um, North Korea? Yeah, absolutely. And also negotiated. Did he stand up to Germany and our NATO allies? Yeah. He stood up for America then, didn't he? But y'all didn't like that. This is what I hate. You can't have it both ways. A little more. We don't know what was said in uh, the room with just the two of them. Hold it right there. This pisses me off because I don't know what was said in the room in any of her damn meetings as Secretary of State. What about that stupid reset button that was not even reset? Yeah, button. the overcharge button. What about what was said then, Hillary? I don't know what was setting, said in your meetings with Uranium One. Nah. I don't know what was said in your meetings with Robert Mueller when he approved the Uranium One deal. I don't know what was said in meetings when you had uh, with the Clinton Foundation in Haiti. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was in any of these meetings, and I would like to. And as an American citizen, I should know. I don't know what was said in any of the meetings with uh, Obama and any of the world leaders we know a little bit what was said to russia when he said hey don't worry once i'm reelected, elected i'll give you a little you know special because you know we know a little bit of that so don't play it like you're suddenly the bastion of openness and transparency and truth and freedom because you're not a hmm. little bit more putin is basically uh telling the world what was decided You know, he has been giving press statements. He's calling in Russian ambassadors to other countries. He's reaching out to other leaders. And he's basically saying, well, here's what we decided. And we're hearing crickets from the White House. There are some. Okay, I'll give her a little bit of that. You're right. Putin has led the narrative. Valley, Valley, with whom I have met, who say that, you know, maybe what they'll do this next time is to really disrupt the actual election. Shut down the servers that you send results to. Uh, interfere with the operation of voting machines because still too many of them are linked to the Internet. So uh, hold, it, are- hold it right there a second. <laughs> so you're admitting they didn't have any manipulation of any of those things. Right. Of any of the actual. Because I just saw, I can't think who it was. Somebody got one of the old machines and were tweeting about it. They're oh, going to go through. Yes. Who was that? Yes, yes, yes. I did one of the that. actual yes. election booth machines so this is going to be one of the things they claim not just during the midterms but during the presidential election two years from now is voting improprieties so she's admitting there was no no direct manipulation of the votes okay i just want that on record but you're using this to scare tactic nevertheless and by the way we absolutely know that people have voted fraudulently we know that a uh, woman a um a uh, woman registering people to vote actually uh, got arrested, I think it was Cincinnati area, for allowing her daughter to vote multiple times in the 2012 election. We know that happened. We know the Democrats have had dead people voting for a year. Acorn registered Mickey Mouse and dead people and all kinds of stuff. But now again, you're going to play the one that is, what, standing up for <laughs> proper voting procedures, defending our the integrity of our votes? 
Who yeah. was it? Um, I, I know it was uh, it was someone from Ohio, but it was like a... Oh, just a, gen- a just generic person generic claims to person, have one of the yeah. actual voting machines. And Alyssa Milano was the one that tweeted that's about it. That's how we knew yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. that's how we know about it. I right, remember quick, that real quick. Quick break back with more on the uh, latest on uh, Carter Page and the Steele dossier coming up next. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Listen, we know Russia wants to put the band back together. Yes. They want that Cold War, Soviet-era evil empire. Of course. And they want to conquer the world. They First of all, they want to conquer their former territory. Tell me, you wouldn't want it if you were them. Of course, you Putin, want to those were their happy salad days. They know they're not as strong as no, they they're were. No, they're weak. And that was Putin, man. And now you go from a place where you're not that. Imagine growing up like we think of America as being that superpower, all those capabilities. And America gets uh, you know less significant. Some of our, maybe some states go away whatever it is imagine 10 states secede and they become their own country wow right and we're not a superpower anymore if you're if you're the next president 20 years down the road you're going i'm gonna put this back together we can do this i want those days again when we were plus it's your own greedy power because you're gonna head it up we know that's what they want to do and as we talk about all this stuff you got to keep that in mind do you know of the rumor that was started what room? And the cabin in Norway. Oh, this sounds awesome. The American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it starts. Oh, That's all oh, the backstory oh, oh. of Spymaster, oh, Brad Thor's new book. This is awesome. That is centered around them trying to put the band back together. That's <laughs> yes. the entire thing. Spymaster is the summer's must-read thriller. Thriller. It's the latest from New York Times best-selling author Brad Thor, and it all starts with that rumor in that cabin in Norway. Counterterrorism expert Scott Harvath's mission is one of the deadliest he has ever undertaken. The real book spy says Spymaster is filled with enough action for two books and is the most gripping novel of Brad Thor's iconic career. The Washington Post lays out that, yeah, it is the backdrop of Russia trying to rebuild it all. Spymaster is ready for you on sale now wherever books are sold. In Spymaster, Scott Harvath proves more cunning, more dangerous, and more lethal than ever before. Pick up Spymaster from Brad Thor today. By the way, as a side note, I love the cover of Spymaster. Yeah, we have it on the screen. Isn't that beautiful? It, that It is awesome. It's so simple, but uh, it's kind of an aerial shot looking mm-hmm. down at the ground of a snowy forest, yeah. which is beautiful by itself. And then it says Spymaster, but it has kind of the plane like, and you going see, over. They have a little mini Waldo in there. Is that the Spymaster? Where's right the Waldo? Between the P and the Y. There's a little man right there. Really? Yeah. What? You that. haven't seen that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, right here. Uh, oh my gosh, you're right. There's a little man right there. It is. Where's Waldo? <laughs> but when I found that little man, I was like, okay, Brad, where's the other one? Right. <laughs> wow. Pick up Spymaster or Where's Waldo? Today, it's all it's all waiting for you. All right, let's get to some tweets with the hashtag What I Learned Today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. If you got any comments so far, a lot of crazy stuff going on this weekend. There's ketchup on Doc's tiny 
Tony Sack tweeting out what I learned today in the f- Is first. Is he paying you? Because you read a lot of his. I, I just like reading the whole okay. Doc's tiny Go sack. Uh, the rule of regime fight club is don't talk about the regime fight club. Who's fight club? The regime. Regime. Yeah. First rule of the regime fight club is don't talk about the regime yeah. fight club. And okay. by the way, James in Louisiana is very upset at you. Why would I do? Because you played a Hillary Clinton. Oh, without a warning. Without so a early warning. in the morning. Sorry. And they may have had some, you know, some snake pictures thrown at you for doing that. Okay. A lot of our audience. You That's know. why I have you read the tweet so I don't have to look at it. Uh, James in Louisiana is saying when we hear Hillary audio is coming up next in a picture of a rattlesnake. Oh, that's what it's like for them. Gotcha. Okay, I understand. Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Sounds like Hillary wants to make America great again by wearing a shower curtain. <laughs> Wouldn't it if, be make America clean again? Wet again? Well, cleanliness is next to godliness, so it would make Thank us you. great. Thank you. Make Thank America you. holy again by wearing a shower curtain. I, one of, I think one of the... <laughs> One of my uh, one of the comments on Facebook, somebody put, uh, "My shower wore wore it better." <laughs> really? Did they really let her come out of the house like that? I can't believe somebody isn't like Hillary, or maybe that was the better Good option. Morning Blaze with Doc Ooh. Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. With Doc Thompson, 888-900-3393. Over the weekend or late last week, the Department of Justice released the Carter Page FISA warrant application, and the documents show the FBI believed the dossier was reliable. But really, yeah, that's they thought. I don't know why in the world they would think it's reliable. Some the same dossier that says that Trump likes the yes PP the golden work? showers and all that mm, stuff. Yeah, really, yeah. That wow. they believe this this is mm, this doesn't let the FBI off the hook, in my opinion. This makes me question the FBI Everything. even more. Yes. You believed it was reliable for what reason? How would you ever believe it's reliable? I don't know. I'm I'm I mean, did you do any research into this? No. Here's here's the reason they believed it was reliable. They were either, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, either lazy or they really wanted to investigate Trump for their own personal reasons. Okay. But I'm willing to throw that out and say that they are professional. Strzok and the others, you know what? They were not really looking to bring Trump down because of their political views. They're professional. Then they were being lazy. They were, they were, it's like when uh, you see in a movie when a detective knows that they're skirting the law, maybe following the letter of the law, but violating the spirit of the law, doing whatever they can just to get a warrant, right? Just because they know that person's guilty. No, that's not how it works. You don't do that, no. You don't do it. If you believe this was reliable and you were being lazy, you were saying, I really don't want to do the due diligence to investigate everything else to really bring information to get a FISA warrant. I'm just going to get this FISA warrant, and that'll allow me to spy on Carter Page and the president, well, the incoming president's administration and whoever else we want. 
in order to do the work for us. Because it's easier if you have a warrant that says, go ahead and listen to their conversations, wiretap, sure, do all that stuff. Surveil them, you can do any of that stuff because you have a warrant. As opposed to getting enough information that warrants a warrant. And by the way, you go, well, how did they get the warrant then if it was... Because the FISA court is a rubber stamp. Haven't we talked about this already? This is so infuriating. In fact, if I was a local cop that was investigating anything at all where I needed a warrant and had no information, I would try to find something out that said, oh, no, terrorism. (laughs) And go to the FISA court because they'll give you a friggin' warrant. Single digits, the number of times the FISA court has turned down an application in its existence. We're talking decades, tens of thousands of applications and single digits. If I remember, it's like eight, eight times. Is that what it is? Uh, let me check. It, it's a but fraction. it sounds about right. It sounds about right. And they that they said, oh no, you don't have enough for it. How how little did they have? Those eight times are just like, yeah, we just got to get this. What? So here's the way this plays out: the FBI gets this dossier handed to them. Remember, during Strzok's testimony. He says that although he didn't have it directly, that it was handed directly to the FBI. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The FBI uses that dossier that says an incoming president likes to get urinated on in Russia (laughs) with very little else. And the FISA court goes, good enough for us. Go ahead and wiretap. Now, what's that? I said, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And they said, go ahead, we'll go ahead, yeah, go ahead and wiretap them from there. If they had looked into it at all, at all, they would say, well, where did this dossier come from? Where did it come from? Oh, it came from this company that put it together. Okay. Okay. What's, what's the name of the company? And uh, why, why would they have put this together? Cambridge Analytica. What would they get it? If I'm an FBI agent and I just hear the term Cambridge Analytica, I go, what? What? <laughs> That is you. That warrants. That's like, hey, um, send an agent so and so, so and so, and so and so. I'm going to need them to research this. Yeah. Which is something that the FBI should be doing. As an investigator, someone gives you this gift, this dossier. Great. Who put the dossier together? That's the first question. If I knew nothing about it, the name Cambridge Analytica goes, okay, this war, this looks shady to me. Come on. <laughs> so you look into that and you go, okay, it's company puts this stuff together. They just randomly decided to investigate Donald this Trump yeah. and Carter Page and everybody. They just randomly decided to. No, there's got to be a backstory. What's the backstory? And as soon as you do that and say, hired by the Democrats. Okay. okay. This is... Uh, then now you go to the Democrats and start lifting those papers. Okay, yeah. why are you doing this? You'd be investigating them as yep. well. Why? By the way, that's not political to say no, you go to not. the Democrats. No, it's not. You say it because there could be a possible law violation. Yep. There could be a possible FEC violation. Yep. So you don't follow suit on that as much as, or follow through on that as much as you follow through Any with threat? the other direction of the dossier. Now, somebody hands this to you. It was compiled by somebody for political purposes, mm-hmm. but it shows something really sketchy. You don't just not investigate that. Of course you investigate. 
but you don't get a FISA court application or warrant. You don't file a FISA warrant application just on that. And the FISA court shouldn't have issued one just on that (laughs) because it's probably just political. And as soon as you see it's something about golden showers and stuff, you need to step the hell back. Come on. Just just to cover your own ass. Yeah. You don't think this stuff is going to come out? Of course it's going to come out at some point. And then you're going to be the laughing stocks. Cover your ass. Do your due diligence. You follow this trail both directions. Who started this dossier and for what purpose? And was there any legal violations? And by the way, just because they gave you this and it was put for political purposes doesn't mean there's not something going the other way. And then why go to the FISA court? Go to a normal court. Right. By the way, I got your numbers, Doc Thompson. Yeah, Between 1979 and 2015, only 12. 12. Sorry, it's not. It's double digits. They just made it in. Yeah. And by the way, the last time I won. Out of how many? 38,168. Out of 38,000 of them, 12 times they've said, whoa, you got nothing here. And out of all of those cases... We know nothing about them. No. We don't We don't have the applications. We don't have access to the applications. We don't know any of those things. This is the secret government just says, trust us, trust us. This is a violation of everything America was founded on. And I think probably a violation not just in philosophy or mm. spirit, but in also letter yeah. of what they should and should not be doing. And this was put through because of safety and security yep. and backed up by crap like the Patriot Act. Yep. And by the way, that is a 99.7% request approval in 36 years. The last time a warrant was rejected was, was in 2009 when two requests were rejected after 1,320 were approved. Right. Yep. <laughs> And I, re- I can't remember what those two were, but they went back multiple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, was, hear, it went uh, back and forth. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, though. But it also made a point of the reason it was turned down, too. Yep. So, okay. Uh, what this also shows is that um, aside from the FISA camp, uh, FISA system being a scam, that this whole thing is ridiculous, that there really wasn't any collusion. No. No. Or... Not the it doesn't prove any collusion between the Trump administration. The collusion that they think that is out there. Listen to uh, there's Marco Rubio is on Fox News Sunday. Okay. And listen to him. And when you listen to this clip, on one hand, you go, oh, he's out there just defending Trump. And then you go, oh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> he's not defending Trump. The what's double take. His, yeah. Wait, what's his motivation here? What's going Listen to the clip and we'll dive into it. The president tweeted this morning that the FISA documents, quote, confirm with little doubt that the Department of Justice and FBI misled the courts. Witch hunt rigged, a scam. He also claims that he was, quote, illegally being spied upon for the political gain of crooked Hillary Clinton and the DNC. Is that what the FISA documents? I have a different view on it. Number one, no, Carter Page, I'm not claiming that he's James Bond. He's not 007, but he's a guy that even before the campaign, so this is not a Trump related, even before the campaign is a guy that went around the world bragging about his connections in Russia so they knew who he was before the campaign. Then okay, you see hold the it guy right there of, a second. So there he is, oh, defending Trump. They knew who he was. Okay, gotcha, a little more. Kind of gravitating around a leading campaign, and then other things came up on their screen, and they said, we got to look at this guy. And that's what the FISA application sort of lays out by the Trump's campaign owed admission. Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Pause there a second. That's what the FISA application 
sort of lays out. Sort of lays out. Sort of. We're talking about the FISA court. Yes. We need this supposedly to keep us safe from terrorism. Right? We need we need a special court that can very quickly acting independently mm-hmm. and away from prying eyes like the American we the people, <laughs> right? In order to keep us safe because the terrorists they can they can act subversively. We need this court when it, when law enforcement goes, we need an application now to spy a boom, it leaps in action, we're good to go. Got it. <clears throat> it's that serious, but it sort of lays out that he's not a James Bond, but had some connections with Wow, that sounds pretty damn loose to yes. me. Yes. After you defend Trump and say uh, he's not a James Bond and whatever, but that's what the FISA court supposedly sort of lays out. All right, a little more. And Carter Page was not a big player in their campaign. I don't believe that you know them looking into Carter Page means they were spying on the campaign. I also don't believe it proves oh, anything okay. about. So it wasn't spying on the campaign. Again, back to defending Trump, which is what we've said. Trump was not spied on as much as. The left would have you believe they were we were watching him because, no, he got caught up in them spying on somebody else. The point of this is to show you yet another fail in our uh, FISA court system that they can use spying on one person to get another person if you know there's likely going to be communication. Was there likely to be communication between an advisor to a candidate and the candidate? Of, of course. course there was. This is, this is like saying we have no reason to spy on Chris Cruz. None. How can we get him? Who does he talk to a lot? Doc Thompson talks to Doc a lot. <laughs> we go after something because Doc's got a shady ass past. Yeah, let's go after one thing. Right. We'll go after Doc. There's going to be some communication. In that case, yep. Do you see the failure there? And that's their just, oh, no, we weren't looking for him. No, he just good. got caught up in it. This is how they spied on Americans by saying, yep. we're not spying on any American. We're spying out of people outside the country that Americans talk to, and they'll be on the other damn end. Are you only listening to part of the conversation? Yeah. So, a- so uh, what do you want to have for dinner then, honey? Okay. Okay. That sounds good to me, too. So uh, you want to head out then what time? Okay, I'll meet you then. Right, they're not listening to half of it. They're listening to the entire damn thing. How do we know that they didn't do this just to get Trump? They were really that concerned with Carter Page. They didn't catch this chick that was supposedly working with the NRA or any of these other cats, right? They haven't caught any of those. But, by the way, the San Bernardino uh, terrorists... Okay. You didn't get them, did you? No. How many people did they not get? But you're worried about Carter Page at this point. Please. It is quite possible, not out of the realm of possibility, that they were actually just doing this for Trump. Okay. A little more from Rubio. It proves anything about collusion or anything like that. I think Carter Page was one of these guys that kind of, we never would have heard of him before all of this, but he was a guy that was on their screen. Hold on. Before. You never would have heard of him, but... They're targeting him when he's working with the candidate. Okay, Marco. Okay, here we go. But he was a guy that was on their screen even before the campaign. And, uh, and when he comes into kind of the near orbit of a campaign, they get interested when they put that together with what's happening with Russian interference. And that's why they looked at him. I don't think it's broad of any, part of any broader plot. The only plot here is the plot to interfere in our elections by the Russians. So as far as you know, and you're a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, 
the surveillance was justified. Yeah, I don't think they did anything wrong. I think they went to the court. They got the judges to approve it. They put laid out all the information, and there was a lot of reasons unrelated to the dossier for why they wanted to look at Carter Page. Well, Carter Page what are those reasons, Marco? The Trump campaign, but and the Trump campaign has said that. What are those reasons? What are the reasons? They went to court, Doc. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, the FISA court. After the, the final question that I played there mm-hmm. and Rubio's comment after that, when he said, and you're a member of the Foreign Intelligence Committee, so you want to was what Marco's real job was there. He's not defending the president. No. He's not attacking the president. No. Marco Rubio is protecting the regime. Mm-hmm. The regime of Marco Rubio and the FISA court system. You see, Marco Rubio is, as it turns out, the progressive Republican. <laughs> he is the Lindsey Graham. Hi, y'all. He is the John McCain. He was part of the gang of Ocho with people like that. Marco Rubio supports the FISA court. He supports spying on American citizens without due process. Oh, no. The FISA court is due process, technically. Wink, wink. You get an, an application, but as we've, or a warrant via an application. But as we've laid out, they've only been denied 12 out of 38,000 times in the last 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's due process. <laughs> Then Marco tweets out, the FBI had uh, many reasons to look at this guy, meaning Carter Page. Nope. And looking into him is not spying on the Trump campaign. Really? It wasn't? (laughs) They they were going to look at him regardless. regardless. Had he not been part of that election, Mark, they would have followed through. I thought we didn't know who he was. Because the White House made clear last year he was not an advisor to Trump in any sense of the word. (laughs) After the campaign, you dimrod. Nimrod, Dimwit, I kind of combined the two of them. I like it. No, because he's saying after, after all this came out, after Trump is president, he's saying they made it clear he's not an advisor to the president. Yeah, it's over. This happened during the campaign. It's not now. The campaign is over. Marco Rubio is, is scrambling, trying to just protect the FISA court system and spying and Marco Rubio. Steve Scalise had a pretty interesting point about this. He said... And this is a tweet. He was big over the weekend on this. He said, uh, President Trump went into this meeting with Putin from a position of American strength to combat Russian aggression. But it's important to remember how Russia was allowed to get to this point. So through all of this, right, on one hand, we're talking about spying, right, all of this possible collusion. And everybody's forgetting this didn't happen overnight. What happened on Obama's watch? Ukraine. Crimea, um, um, he's, they supported Assad in Syria. They interfered with the election. That every, everyone lays all this stuff out. Did it happen while, you know, after Trump announced his candidacy? No, it's been going on for decades. Now, all of that's not uh, Obama's fault either. Some of this started under the George W. Bush administration and some of it under, under Clinton. And it just goes back and back. But how come none of them are hold, held accountable in this? It's just Trump's fault. Even though no collusion has been proven. None. But most people recognize that, yes, there was some Russian meddling or involvement. And then Trey Gowdy had a really good point about this as well. I love me some Trey Gowdy. He had He's a great good. point. If there was any collusion and proof of collusion, wouldn't the Democrats have leaked it? Yeah. 
Because yeah. they need to keep this going. Yes. They would leak something. Or they would leak something to somebody that would steer them to go get the to information. The smoking gun. I can't say this, but you're going to want to go over and look in that file there. But I wasn't here. Right? I'm here. And then that guy puts it out. Yes. He was on Fox News Sunday. He said, I've not seen one scintilla of evidence that this president colluded, conspired, collaborated with Russia, and neither has anyone else. Or you can uh, rest assured, Adam Schiff would have leaked it. Come on. That is so true. He said, that's why they've moved on from collusion. See, you still hear the left and the media talking about collusion, but on Capitol Hill in D.C., they're not talking about collusion. Now they're talking about obstruction of justice Uh, because they know they don't got anything there, but they're still going to beat the drum when they're out talking to the people and allow the media to do this because it's still about the midterm election. Quick break back with more on this, the morning blaze, the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, the blaze radio network. Collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, tweets coming in with the hashtag What I Learned Today. If you are sick of all of this stuff, you got to sign up for your Patriot mobile account and you'll be able to do some good with the money that you're already spending on your mobile account. Every day we find out amazingly, shockingly, how deep this stuff goes when it comes to some of these businesses. It's not just mobile. It's a lot of the other monies you spend other places as well. It's frustrating when you say, okay, use a different search engine that's not progressive. (laughs) Good luck with that. Okay, use a different phone company, the hardware Oh, Oh. you're not going to be able to find that. Use use a non-progressive company to... for social media. Mm, To watch TV. Yeah, any of that. They don't exist. Mm -mm, Sadly. Here's part. Here's the reason why. The ones that are not overtly progressive, the ones that are like, hey, we're just business people. We'll, you know, we'll let everybody come in here, which is rare. Or the ones that are on the right still have to consider publicity. Hmm. And in the world, because of the media and the way media controls and has spun over the years, if you are conservative, it is so easy to atta- to be attacked and attack a conservative because conservatives are not politically correct. And media and publicity and advertising is about being politically correct because it's safe and it's nice. It's not hurtful. That sells well. So if I do something satirical that is edgy, that seems hurtful or racist, done, we're, you're out, you're out. So aside from all of the progressive companies out there, you always you also have this image, an advertising that is much more served by progressive attitudes. That's what you have. It's hard enough to deal with all of those without having a lot of options. Your mobile company is one that you do have an option with, and that's Patriot Mobile. All other mobile companies aren't just, uh, it's not just that they're not conservative. They're actually progressive. They're actually working against you every second of every day with the money that you pay them for your services. So sign up for a Patriot mobile account. They're not only not working against you, they're working with you and for you on your behalf to do good things. They've given tens of thousands of dollars already to conservative candidates and causes, and they can continue as long as you keep helping them grow by signing up for an account. It's patriotmobile.com slash doc. Patriotmobile.com slash doc or 808 Patriot. Great deal this month. Motorola E4, E4 Plus, just $4 a month. And they'll give you $1,500 per account to sign up. 
to pay off past bills. And if you use Doc when you call in or go to pagermobile.com slash Doc, $30 off the activation fee. Bye-bye. They'll wave it goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bon voyage. <laughs> so that's a pretty good deal. PatriotMobile.com slash Doc. Promo code DOC. Doc. Uh, Grant tweeting out an interesting tweet. I have a dossier that says Marco Rubio likes getting showered with FISA warrants. Um, I think so. Sh- showered? Yes. Like all foam partied yes, up with all them? Foam is that what it up. is? Yes. yes. <laughs> Nathaniel tweeting out what I learned today. If Hillary Clinton can wear her PJs in public, so can I. You know what? I think you should take that to your boss today. <laughs> we go should to all take Right. Give it to hey, Everyone should take it to go. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I should have just worn that on set today. <laughs> I should, the blaze white. You still have the oh, blaze white. I should do. I should walk. Yes. Chris, if you can find me anything that looks even remotely like it, I'm wearing it today. Okay. Good morning, Blaze. Sorry. We didn't mean to offend you. Actually. Yeah, we did. This is the morning, Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. There's so many things to get to today. So many things to get to. Get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Uh, It looks like they're going to um, raise that duck boat. Oh, yes. Today they're going to raise the duck uh, boat. From Flat Rock Lake in in Missouri. Yeah, and did you see that like 17 people were not wearing their life jackets 17 people died one of the most tragic is the woman who survived nine family members yes. were with her or yes nine people were with her and most of them ended up mm-hmm. dying including I her saw kids. That story. That's one of crazy. them was as young as one yeah um the way i understand it and there's a lot more coming out about this is that there were some the the duck boat was partially enclosed Yes, yes, it was. Little yes. Walls, walls. Yes. I probably to keep, you know, some of the spray or whatever mm-hmm. off you. The problem is you're you can't not gonna leave. be able to find your way out of that. It's a death trap. And likely those people couldn't swim. I mean, they were not that far from shore. Other people were jumping in to save them. In in a panicked moment mm-hmm. where, you know, it happens quickly and all of a sudden you're underwater and you're trying to find your way out of a boat with walls, you gotta navigate and swim through. I mean, I'm a pretty good swimmer. Yeah. That would be difficult for me. Well, think about it. And all this chaos happening in, inside the boat. So now you got other right. people freaking out. The mother's description of how it happened very quickly, mm. that she has her baby next to her who was young, her husband, her kids, and then boom, they're underwater. Wow. You know, that, yeah, you're going to, it's dark and you're going to have to navigate around. And the water was very choppy. So, yeah. So she, she said she didn't know which was up and which was down when wow. she first started swimming. Wow. Cause I couldn't put it in my head. I'm like, okay, here you are. You're, you're just thrown overboard. Why can't it's, it's not that far. And you, you mean 17 people couldn't swim? I know the water's choppy, but mm-hmm. all you have to do is stay afloat for a, a minute or two. Yeah. I mean, um, you have to stay afloat a minute. 
because people were jumping in the water. How does it not happen? Well, it wasn't just thrown out of a mm-hmm. boat. Were- it wasn't just the boat sank around you. You, They went into the water, in the boat, trapped. You could not come out. They could not come out. That's what it was. But 17, because when it first happened, when the breaking news came over that morning, I remember thinking, how does in 2008 that many people Don't know how to drown swim. because a boat sank? There's people who can't swim who boats sink and they end up surviving. How? Because they were trapped. That's what most of it. My fear is, as tragic and awful as this is, this is going to lead to... Regulations. More regulations and rules and involvement. Yeah. We don't need any more involvement no. because if they It was they an accident, Doc. It was an accident. And you mean to tell me there isn't already rules that they shouldn't... Yes. They should be wearing their life jackets yep. and whatever, and people got around them. It's the same thing with, gu- with the gun argument. Yep. Okay, we need more gun control. Okay. Okay, a lot of these happen because people are breaking the law, like you shouldn't <laughs> murder somebody. The rules so and regulations true. are not going to save people. No. All this is going to do is make people feel better about it. Oh, we did something. We accomplished something because we put this rule and law into effect. Well, the truth is it probably isn't going to help that much. What you need is awareness of stuff like this. Yes. I mean, promote... Hey, proper boating safety and learn to swim. That's going to help a lot of this stuff. I said that about the kids in Thailand. Number one killer of people under the age of 15. We just found out because of those kids trapped in the cave when they got out is drowning. Mm -hmm. More kids drown. So you know what? Thailand, president, people of Thailand start a campaign to teach kids to swim. Right. And by the way, I just saw the baby Whitey is starting to swim, right? Yeah. Cubby, well, a Tiger, who's 16, my oldest son, he swam by the age of two, three. This was one thing because I wanted the peace of mind if he's at a friend's house when yep. he's six, he's not going to fall in the pool and drown uh, or would be less likely to. He swims great. Cubby is a phenom at this point. He'll be four nice. in September and they keep moving up classes. He's a better swimmer than I am. That's awesome. I'm not kidding. He is just crazy swimmer. And yeah, Wyeth, we're starting to teach him at six months so that's pretty cool seven months i guess that's pretty be. cool all right get your tweets in with the hashtag what i learned today the wax rx system available for you to purchase right now at usewaxrx.com. make sure to get it as soon as you can it's going to help out use wax rx you can keep it at the house you have your uh, problems you need to clean that wax out you'll use it in the coming months buy it now before you need it because when you need it you're going to be like oh i'll log on but it's going to take a day to get here Order it now at usewaxrx.com. It's a three-step system to clean out your ears so you don't have to go to the doctor and have it done. It's effective, it's cheap, and it's not it's not detailed. You don't have to do a lot of things, you know? You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't It's a simple three-step solution. Put the eardrops in your ear. It softens the wax. Flush it out with a doctor's designed pump, perfect amount of pressure, and then uh, use the pH balance rinse to finish it off. It's easy and effective and inexpensive. Use WaxRx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio to have it shipped to your door absolutely free. You got Neil, Z- Neil before Zach tweeting out what I learned today. How much is a FISA warrant? Uh, I'm guessing 20 bucks, same as 20 downtown. 20 bucks, same as downtown. Did you yes. see my shirts over the weekend? Yes, it was I hilarious. That was so much yes. fun. Get one more tweet. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Russia meddling has been going on since Rocky and Bullwinkle. Show. Boris and Natasha. That's right. Yes. We retweeted that one out <laughs> as well. Last week, an American tourist was killed in Mexico City. Uh, Mexico, is it mm. safe? I don't know. I had friends just get back from Mexico. And yeah, I keep thinking. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, I'm just not sure it's safe. 
Mm. Would you go? Would you go to Mexico? Oh no, sorry. I well, probably would if it was one of the like uh, inclusive, secure resorts. I wouldn't go because I'm Puerto Rican, and there's a feud between Mexicans and oh. Puerto Rican, and I would not feel Afraid safe. They'll put you to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Come on. What are you doing over there? Pick up a shovel. No, no, I'm a tourist. Just pick up a shovel. Who let the, who let the beaner guy in? That's hey, right. get back to work. Travel industry veteran uh, 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 Mark Murphy is joining us now. Hey, Mark, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. That was pretty funny. Is it is it uh, is it safe to travel to Mexico now? Yeah, you know what? It, it It is, actually. I just got back. I was just down there last week uh, for, for some meetings. Um, I've been there about four times this year. So, uh, yeah, I've been all over Mexico, and I think it's very safe. There there are certain areas that aren't, but it's a huge country, and it's about being smart. You know what I mean? You guys talk about gun control, yeah. and you talk about, you know, the boats and regulations. You know, it's the same kind of thing. It's, it's the stuff gets blown out of proportion. Um, that lady who was murdered, that was a terrible thing. That happens every freaking day in Chicago, which is the city I was born. True. Uh, people get shot and killed. People get shot and wounded, wrong place, wrong time, and it's a terrible, terrible thing. But that family's been to Mexico about 40 times. They love Mexico, and um, unfortunately, uh, she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and had nothing to do with her or tourism, any, any, any of the above. So it's really about being aware and safe, or to be safe, it's about being aware and knowing what's going on and which parts are going to be trouble for you. Exactly. And there there are areas that no tourist would ever go. I mean, ever go in a million years. There are places that you come come to in America as a tourist, you would never go to, whether it's safe or not. I mean, like literally the middle of nowhere, um, there'd be no reason to go. And in some of these places, these are routes for cartels and drugs and bad stuff happens to the locals there. And there's extortion and all sorts of terrible stuff going on. But again, there's terrible stuff going on here. I mean, I, I right now I'm in uh, South Jersey. I'm about a stone's throw from Camden, New Jersey. I'm Ooh. in a beautiful, safe, Ooh. wonderful town. <laughs> but if I drive eight eight miles south, I'll be in the middle of Camden, New Jersey, which isn't exactly you know the the nicest place to visit. Although it's a heck of a lot better than it was ten years ago. So, are there any obvious places in total? like a big area you could say don't go there when you travel to Mexico or is it pretty much like little little pockets here and there no there's some larger areas but if you look at the best thing to do is go look at the state department um okay. the map of Mexico and there are areas that are just uh, do not travel areas and they're nowhere near any of the tourist spots and that's the key to look at look where the tourist spots are look at where they're telling you to stay away from and, you know, again, you'd have a really tough time getting to the places they want you to stay away from. You'd have to say, hey, I really want to get there. Um, but for the places that anybody's going to fly into and enjoy a beach vacation or go and see the, the you know, the Mayan ruins, things of that nature, you, you're not going to be anywhere near that. One thing I wouldn't do as a veteran traveler, I wouldn't rent a car and just go driving around Mexico. I mean, I just would not do that. So those are And that's a shame because that that, that's a great yeah. way to see a country, too. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing where because you just don't know where you're going right. so much, and you might be crossed into that area. Good example is I got a place in New York City. There are places I don't go in New York City. Mm. Uh, you know, I wouldn't just start walking walking in one direction and and keep going and say, "Hey, I'm going to be totally fine at two or three or four o'clock in the morning." That that just that's just dumb. We we know that, but I'm familiar with New York City and know what to get to stay away from. Whereas you're in Mexico, you're driving a car on a dark road. Where are you right now? Yeah, it's a go go place and no go place. 
Those well, are always the challenges. It's difficult when you travel to uh, with the language barrier, but also the etiquette barrier. You know, and and that's where people end up preying on tourists. I remember uh, just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, there were a couple of uh, tourists in New York. And I think they may even been from the UK. So they didn't even have the language barrier, the similar language barrier, like us traveling to Mexico. And they were scammed out of like $400 with an Uber or some sort of ride share. They were scammed for like $400 or $600. And they were worried, you know, they're going to get arrested or something. They take you to, oh, it's $400. Why well, didn't know it would be that much? Well, you got to pay me. And, you know, so you don't know mm-hmm. the law and the etiquette. That's when you get preyed upon. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Things like that, those con owners are in every every spot. So um, I remember they used to do that. Some places they would um, they would speed up the uh, taxi meter. That yeah. happened to me in New York City. I was like, it is not $28 to go down to the World Trade Center, which is years ago. And... Um, uh, but but that's what the meter said, and I know it was about a $12 ride. So yeah, I just wrote down the number and reported him to the Taxi and Limousine Commission and called it a day. Same thing happened to me actually in Prague. I got in a, I got in a taxi. I went one way to, to, to visit a spot. The guy charged me three times coming back, a different taxi. And uh, I said, no problem. I said, let's just wait, and, and, and I'll call the police, and, 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 and I'll take care of it. If they say I have to pay you the full amount, I'll pay you the full amount. And he yelled at me and cursed and then drove off and didn't take anything. <laughs> right, right. So, so, but that that's just it. You have to know how to handle yourself in that situation. That's the key, right? Exactly. And you don't want to end up in a back alley somewhere because um, that's actually happened to me. And it's just like, you know what? It, I got ripped off for 60 bucks and I was actually in Saigon. And, I, you know, it, I was just like, okay, fine. You know, it's 60 bucks. It ain't, you know, ain't isn't the end of the world because it's sixty dollars. Now if it was six thousand dollars That's eh, a little rough, yeah. You know, maybe I would have stood my ground a little bit or maybe I just would have started jogging. You yeah, know, I, into high gear. I hate that feeling of being preyed upon like that. Oh, That's the yeah. part. Especially when when I, I don't have any option. If you're in the back alley and they're robbing you, yeah, you just hand it over your money. Give the money, man. Right. Give but, money. But when you're arguing with them and you're like, I know the fare is not that much. That's where you're like, you just need to know how to handle yourself. Yeah, one of my things, too, is like, I'm, I'm, dog, I don't know if you know, but I'm about to get married in September. Really? And um, little girl wants to go, you know, travel around the world. But here's the thing, like, what if I book, and this is for you, Mark, what if I book something? And then I'm like, oh, this kind of shit, I don't want to go there. But I also don't want to lose, you know, the thousands of dollars. I just did it for a honeymoon. Is there any way I could, like, back out without losing that much money? Well, one of the things you want to do is you want, you want to get travel insurance no matter what. I've had travel writers go to places and get sick and have to be medevaced out. And they oh. had travel insurance that would require them all to have. And it cost the company nothing and it cost them nothing other than their deductible when they got back to the States for whatever uh, medical procedure they needed. Um, there's insurance that'll be for cancel for any reason type of insurance. So if you, if you want to go somewhere, if you just decide you don't want to go, that's a tough one. If you do have insurance that says cancel for any reason, you can, you can cancel. You might lose a few hundred bucks. But make sure you don't book something you don't want to go to. What the heck kind of, kind of question is that, man? Like, <laughs> well, you know, I see myself changing my, right. my mind real quickly. <laughs> but I'm not really sure, but hey, you know what? Uh, I don't want to do that. I, I don't even want to get married. <laughs> you would understand so much more if you knew Chris well. Yes, that, that, I, I was fine with that question. You're right. It makes yeah, no what, sense. What do, you mean? what do you mean we're getting married? I, I don't know I want to do that. Where should people be tra- traveling to now? Where, where's the top couple of picks around the world that would be good to see? Well, you know what? I, I'm telling you, Mexico's great. 
and what's going to happen come the fall in places like Mexico, you're going to see the uh, prices drop dramatically because fall normally is soft, but the negative news coverage has, is, has made it much tougher. Um, to me, I would, I would certainly look there if you want a great all-inclusive experience. Um, I'd look at the Cancun Riviera Maya region for the folks on the uh, East Coast. I would look at you know the Los Cabos area and Pocahontas on the West Coast. If you're looking for a great deal going north before the end of the summer while the weather's good, I would look to going up to Vancouver or Toronto or Quebec because it's stunning up there and the price has been so cheap. The dollar's gotten a little bit stronger against the Canadian dollar, but it's still you know such a deal to go to Canada. And then if you want to go some, someplace you know really far. Um, where it's really cheap once you get there. Literally, Southeast Asia is an amazing destination. And to me, it doesn't matter whether you go in the summer or, or the winter. It's, it's either hot or hotter. So if you don't mind um, hot and muggy, because that's how it is most of the year, it's just an awesome experience. Great, great food. Uh, really, uh, really dirt cheap uh, while you're there. You can stay in five-star resorts for about 100 bucks. Awesome. That's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, that's awesome. All right, Mark, how can people find out more about you? Um, check me out on, with, uh, on Twitter, with Instagram, et cetera, at, at Murphy Travels. Same for Facebook. And uh, check out TravelPulse.com. I own that news site. We cover the world of travel news at TravelPulse.com. Good deal. And we'll post all that on social media. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you joining Appreciate us today. Appreciate it. Take all care. Right, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, I, uh, I noticed about halfway through what's going on. What? Really? What? <laughs> You booked him just because you wanted travel information for your wedding? Oh, I... Hey. Hey. You tell me that... You just want travel information for your wedding. So the show is just about your wedding now. Is that it? No, that is not true. That's what's going on. No, that is not true. It it seemed relevant that he was talking about, you know, travel. Oh, wait a minute. I do have a wedding coming up. Where can I go? I'm not so sure you didn't want to talk about uh, uh, Iran with uh, the president's tweet this morning just because you're considering a trip to Iran. I'm not just... I did send you that tweet this morning. I know. That's what I'm like. Is that the only reason you said we should talk about that? Is that it? Is that the only reason you wanted to cover Russia today because you're thinking a trip to Moscow? Is that it? It's all about... cheap. That's really where you're at with this now? Wow. That's that's even sad by your scamming standards. It really is kind of sad. All right. All right. So uh, (laughs) where are you heading then? Have you figured it out? No, I have not figured it out. Okay. He didn't even help me. He wants me to go to Mexico. I can't go to Mexico. I know. I that's... seriously cannot go to Mexico. One, my parents will disown me. And well, the other thing is too, what are you going to Mexico for? I already know the language. I already know what they're going to do. They're going to do like hot tamales. No, not just they're... that, but we live in Texas. Uh, yes. It's the same. Okay. Actually hotter. I was going to say, it's... <laughs> you might as well be in Mexico at this point. Same thing. <laughs> You are listening to the smooth sounds of the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! are the number seven ranked show among Filipino tilt-a-roll operators. So, there you have it. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, I I don't know what is with you and Glenn Beck. I don't understand. What? You guys are so extreme when you see movies. <clears throat> oh, I know where you're going with this. No, yeah. what, what was your hatred of Ant-Man? This 
stupidest movie ever made by Marvel was Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was the stupidest movie ever. Okay, hold on a second. I don't know what your fascination was with the Ant-Man. Hold on. It was... So, Ant-Man and Wasp is on track to become... Uh, the least... The least successful. Yeah. Least profitable. Yes. All right. And Chris put, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, I thought it was just a fun ride. No, it was not. It okay, so I went with that expectation because Glenn was like, This is the best Marvel movie, you know, made. I'm like, Woof, that's really yeah. When high. he said that, I was like, That's it's really not high. in the I don't know if it's in the top 50 percent. No, it's in it's middle of the pack. I said I put it in the right in the middle, but it was just a fun ride. Okay, then I went with that mindset of when you said it's a fun ride, and it's and I'm like, I'm still waiting for the ride. When, when did the ride start? It was just fun. No, it was not, dog. It was not fun. It was confusing. Too many plots in one thing. And the only reason why he's there is because the Avengers 4. That's the only reason he's there for. What do you mean? The and only by the way, I'm sorry. Stay after the credits so you can see the little extra, you know, uh, what do we call that? Uh, Easter egg. Did you watch both of them? Yes, I watched both. Okay, because there's two of them. There's one yes. immediately after yes. the movie ends and then one and all I'm the like, way at the end. And I'm like, Why? Okay, when they put the little movie in there, I'm like, oh, that's why they made this movie. Just to connect that to this. They should have just played that little two-minute movie. I'm like, well done. Did Milo like it? Ah, it's a kid. He likes it. He's a superhero and blah, blah. Did the fiance like it? No. Did she see? No, she didn't like it. Uh, I don't know why you hate it so much. One to ten. Ten being the best. Uh, two. Come on. No, Doc, Doc, seriously, it was not good. It was not good. It was a horrible... And I'm like, really, Marvel? And then I think this is why they put Marvel Studios 18. Did you see that at the beginning? So all movies are made by Marvel Studios. This one was made by Marvel Studios 18. What? That's just the year. They're just branding the year. No, it's not branding. No, Doc Thompson. This was not made by the people at Marvel. This is. Oh, that was. So, I was so upset at this. What did you? It was not that bad. It was really bad. Have you seen all of the Fantastic Fours they put out? Ah, uh, that's Fantastic Four. Those are horrible. There's they're no, all horrible. Yes, Every one of them. Yes, horrible. Yes. And they did three of them. Yes. And they're all bad. And I and I spread my my. In spite of Jessica Alba. Oh yeah, she was hot. In spite of that, still yeah. horrible. And the thing was kind of cool. I liked that whole thing. But it was. Did you ho- see Ben Affleck as the Daredevil? Horrible. And, and you're and you're putting it on level with those. Yes. There's no way. Cameron Electra, when she played the uh, Electra oh, movie, horrible, horrible movie, horrible. Yes. As well. Justice League, yes, on that same category. Okay, so you're just wrong there. I, what happened on the way in that triggered you? Something happened. Nothing happened. It was a beautiful. Did you day. not get your popcorn on time? No, or something? I did. Actually, I went to the studio movie girl. They. Deliver everything just was in time. Was the food cold or It anything? was delicious. I had the mac and cheese with steak and inside. And in spite of that. It was a horrible movie. It was not good. I, w- I think what happened is I took Glenn's. It was an amazing movie. And I took your. It's a fun ride. And I was like, when did the ride? Did, yeah, when did Glenn was saying it was the best ever, I was like, I didn't see that movie. Maybe it was a different like director's cut or something. Oh, well, Glenn is special. He gets you know special view. That's what I was so like. It was like, wow, he saw cut. one with the part that made it that good. But I was like, but I seriously, thought, honestly, I give it just fun. Yeah. Ride. I just give it again, yeah, not political, no other yeah. BS yeah, 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 in yeah. there. Um, I'll give it a six. Okay, I, on, on the lowest, I would give it a six. Okay. Where do you compare in the Marvel world? Um. You mean other... Yeah, the other Marvel world. Because 
the box office, I think, has it completely right. I Excuse think- me. The first half of Infinity Wars yeah. was amazing, mm-hmm. but it's only half a movie. Yes, it is. Yes. I have to wait another year to see the second half. The yes. first half, though, was awesome. Yes. I'll, I'll give you that. It, that's one thing that kind of um, upset me. I don't know if I give any of them a 10 in the world okay. of movies, but uh, there's some that do pretty well. Yeah, because The right first now- Avengers was pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. That was rocking. Uh, the second X-Men movie was amazing. Yes. Uh, first one was okay. Second one was best. Uh, the third one, I can't remember what that was with Phoenix and then Days of Future Past. Those were yeah. last stand. Those were not that well, great. Well, you also had Deadpool. Oh, First Class, though. Oh, yeah, back the to first 60s, class. Awesome yeah. movie. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, which one did you say? Uh, Deadpool. First Deadpool, awesome. Second Deadpool, pretty good. Yeah. The second one they tried, it was too campy and goofy. It was too goofy. They actually yes. had more money in that and made it too good. The first scene of the first Deadpool movie oh, is probably one yes. of the five best of any scenes yes. of any Marvel movie. Yes, yes. That whole mm-hmm. thing, awesome. Gets yeah. it done. What about Guardians? What did the Guardians? I love the Guardians. Uh, real good. First one, uh, better than the Top. second. Second yes. one should have been better. Yeah. Hey, if you're struggling with losing weight, try Riduzone today. R-I-D-U Zone. Riduzone.com. It's a weight loss product. It's only been around for about a year, year and a half or so. They had done all the research, University of California system, and came up and said, okay, we've got this molecule in the body that we know can help lose weight. And what if we did it in concentrated amounts? And they yeah. found out, yes, it does, because it makes you feel full, and it also boosts your metabolism. The two things you need if you're struggling to lose weight today, you got to get healthy. You know that. Every day you put it off, it's just going to make it harder and harder. Just log on and buy some Riduzone today. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Riduzone is going to make you feel fuller so you're not craving food as much, and it's going to boost your metabolism. So just going about your day, you're actually going to burn more. Buy Riduzone today. Finally commit to doing it and get on track. Every day you wait, it gets harder. Sign up today, start tomorrow, and you'll be so happy you did in just a couple weeks. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to The Morning Blaze. When you have some time, there's another show that I think you should check out. It's the Glenn Beck Program. I think you're really going to like it. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Okay, how are you doing with the uh, Ridgey Zone now? Is it working? You, By the you way, doing... yes. Pants. Look at this. They fit. Wow, look at they that. Fit. And these are old school pants that I had before. So um... It's always nice when you start working oh, your way back down yeah, into the sizes, you, right? Oh, you start I am going to, so excited. Like, I'm like, thank God I saved these. Yes. I, I was losing uh, hope that I would ever uh, wear them again. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, pants too, oh, too loose. Oh, these just fell. There it is. Good, oh, this good is to go. so good. Take that box out. Move this one to the back. <laughs> Let's just keep Wait, shuffling the like boxes you, around. It's like you were at the house. Yes, exactly. I've done Because I literally took the box uh-huh. out. I'm like, yep. empty the box. All right, then put this, this one, one in here just for the future, <laughs> just in case. Because, you know, you're going to get a little weight gain when you get married. Just, uh-huh. you know, let loose like Hillary Yeah, did. don't don't get rid of your bigger stuff. Oh, no, you can't. No, because no, I, I know where you're heading with this Whoa. thing, too. Whoa. I know you. 
You're going to get comfortable in marriage. You know, between you and my fiance, you you both think no, you know No, you're going to take her for granted. You'll take the whole thing for granted. I know you. I get your MO. I know what's going on here. Anyways, uh, RidUZone.com. Get some tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. Uh, Grand Beach, we do not want to learn today. Chris Cruz going to Mexico is like me wearing a red shirt at Target. Oh, there it is. Yes, that's right. Hi, can, where would I find? Oh, you don't work you here. Don't okay, work gotcha. Here, no. <laughs> Have you done that at Target? No, I get people to ask me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I must. I do not look like I know what's going on. I mean, I have a. I thought I have a lost look. <laughs> I go to a store. I'm. I'd say one out of every four times I go to a store, somebody asks me for hey, something. Sir, where's it? Oh. Always doesn't matter what I'm wearing. I could be wearing just a bathing suit, no top, and flip flops, standing in CVS, and they're like, "Where can I find the?" hemorrhoid and i'm like i don't i don't work oh okay i think it's because you're tall and white I mean, it's just old maybe that's what it is i look like they're in charge the tall white guy's the tall in white charge guy. he's white he must be white male he's in charge lord e tweeting out what i learned today so the tmb is now an arm of the mexican tourist bureau yeah no we're not well, only if Chris Cruz thinks he might want to go to Mexico for his uh, honeymoon. I think Maybe. that's all it is. Well, have you he's thought wor- about... Lori D., he's working some greater angle here. Thank I haven't you. figured out yet. I know it's something with his Maybe wedding. I'm getting paid by the Mexican government to bring like in something. I something like that's coming. Okay. Uh, speak- is that what you want to talk about Sicario? I don't want to talk about Sicario. Doc, don't talk about don't Sicario, Sicario movie. You it's know, not like that there, you know. Not. It is not. Speaking of Dr. Not Water Lantern, and I knew the movie was just fine when Chris Cruz said he got confused. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that was okay. It was, was confusing. It was very it confusing. It was not that confusing. They're tall. They're short. It moves on. Let's go. Exactly. Thank you. It was good. See, actually, that. A fun ride. I'll give you I'm a six some just for meaning that. behind I it. I am. We're this deep into the Avengers. Okay. I should have a meaning, right, a greater let's, meaning. Let's just move than- on. Jeremy Dyes joining us now from FirstLiberty.org. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing okay, aside from Chris running some sort of scam. It's, it's a whole different thing. <laughs> I tell you, the whole great poll quote of the morning, though, is from, from you this morning. I don't know anything that's going on. What was that from you're standing in CVS? I, yeah. look, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's going on. I have no idea. Nothing, nothing whatsoever. So uh, we got an update on uh, Coach Kennedy. We need, we need to uh, get the Coach Kennedy case uh, before the Supreme Court, right? That's yeah, it's, where it's a this. big week this week for Coach Kennedy. I mean, as you guys know, we filed this last month. This week we're going to see amicus briefs coming into the Supreme Court. I think from around the country, friend of the court briefs, that's what amicus means, mm-hmm. uh, that they're going to say, hey, court, you need to take this case. But I, I don't think we should limit that just to the people who can sit down and write a brief or find an attorney to write a brief and submit it to the Supreme Court of the United States. The Supreme Court doesn't have to take this case. I mean, look, let's just make sure everybody remembers what this case is about. This is a football coach who served 20 years in the United States Marine Corps, served to defend our freedom, went to then uh, coach high school football, and promised after every game that he would uh, take a knee at the 50-yard line and say a word of thanks for the, the game that he uh, he got to do. And he did this on a knee, kind of like Tebow style, uh, 15, maybe 30 seconds in silent prayer, and that and, was it. And, and nobody else involved... No. There was no come on down and join me. The students weren't there. There were it were no banners. He just did this himself. At the end of the day, it was just Joe Kennedy, Coach Kennedy, 15, 30 seconds at the 50-yard line, taking a knee in silent prayer. And for that, he lost his job as a football coach. And so we want to get the word out about this case all across the country. And so I actually brought some friends with me today, and I got a guy here. I wanted to show you. I just we got this, this campaign. Here it is right there. Look at that. Throw it off from camera, <laughs> all this. We've got this new campaign we're calling First Down, right? We're kind of throwing a, a kind of a flag on the play here. Oh, nice. This is Coach Kennedy in his pose. We've got Coach Kennedy facts dot, what is it, com on the back here, dot com on there. These are nice little T-shirts. I brought them each for uh, for one of you guys. Oh, we get one. Oh, that's awesome. That is perfect. 
Yeah, so we want folks to go to firstliberty.org. Assuming this one is mine, you're going to need a bigger one for Chris. <laughs> yeah. This will fit me. But. Well, you're just talking about Chris losing weight, so we thought we'd get that for him uh, to be able to, to do that. Well, not, but these are going to be, I think, the hottest T-shirts of the, the summer. Maybe as kids go back to school, they can be wearing the first down T-shirt, coachkennedyfacts.com. If folks go to f- uh, our Facebook page on Facebook, First Liberty, uh, what is it, facebook.com slash firstliberty, right. you know, just search for it on Facebook. You'll find it real quick. And if they will, um, if they will send us their pose of Coach Kennedy, I think we can probably get them a T-shirt. Oh, nice! You're just giving them away. Yeah, sure. I, I, I tell you what, we probably can get away to 300 million Americans, or how many people listen to you guys? <laughs> There's a limited listen. number. Definitely a limited okay, number. Okay. But I, I, I think we can do the first 50, like 50 yard line, oh, maybe. 50 yard That's line. Good yeah, deal. yeah. First 50 that can do the pose on uh, Facebook. Send us the picture. We'll send them a free T-shirt. All right. So uh, they have to upload a picture of them doing the first down pose to get the shirt. Okay, that's how we'll do this, right? That's right. I mean, okay. I mean you you guys want you got a shirt. I think we'll do it retroactively. Put that on our books. We'll do okay, it right after the break. We're gonna do that at the Facebook page. Yes. That's right. That's where you want to send it. So send them to Facebook and again it's uh, Facebook.com slash first liberty. Yes. That's right. Okay, so wanna make sure I have the whole thing right. Um and send the you doing the coach coach Kennedy pose and we'll send you the shirt. You know, uh, Tebow did this, right? I mean, this is this is kind of the the image that if, if right. you think about trying to, what what Coach Kenny was doing, he was kind of doing the Tebow thing. I mean, it'd be great if we get Tebow. If anybody knows where Tebow is right now, <laughs> yes. he's not on the football field. I don't think. Maybe maybe uh, Tim could uh, do the pose too. I'm sure he'd probably. There's probably enough out there. We could yeah. just upload one of him, and that's fine. <laughs> Now, First Liberty, you guys are pro bono, so when people come to you and say, listen, somebody's infringing my First Amendment rights, um, you know, would, you, would you help us out here? You guys work for free for them. We do. Yeah, that's Coach Kennedy. Cheap. That's right, and Coach Kennedy will never get a bill from that's us. That's awesome. So I'm thinking maybe you guys, you know, maybe charge for the shirts and make a couple of bucks. I mean, that's a good idea. <laughs> people are willing <laughs> to give you some money, too. <laughs> that's a capitalism. Return. He's like, you're giving it for free. we eh? got to operate. we got to keep <laughs> the lights on, too. I, I need a plane ticket to, to D.C. when I go to the Supreme Court. Now, obviously, donations are an important part, though. Very, very important part. And tell you what, I got an idea. How about we do this? Okay. Uh, first 50 people that goes on Facebook, gives mm-hmm. us a picture, they get a free one. Okay. But okay. everybody else is going to want the shirt as well. Yes. So let's, you want to sell some? What about 50-yard line, 50 bucks? Good, oh. and, it, and it goes to the case. It goes yeah. to the case, yeah. It goes, and it goes to the First Liberty in general, but also the case okay. there, which is going to make sure that we're able to defend not only Coach Kennedy's rights to, to be able to have that right to, to 15 to 30 seconds of silent prayer. Mm. I mean, look, no one should be fired for exercising no. their faith at their job, especially a football coach like this who's had such an impact upon the students and, and things like that. But those, those who go to firstliberty.org, our website, and donate $50. You'll see a, a thin link up there, you I think, later today. Then. They can buy a T-shirt okay. for that as well. Sounds good. That's a good a good idea. And obviously, you guys are trying to create some um, attention for this case because you need the Supreme Court to get on this. Absolutely do. I mean, look, if Coach Kennedy could be fired from his job for doing nothing more than saying a 15 to 30-second silent prayer, I mean, the, the stakes here are enormous. What about the coach that uh, a kid goes down, a quarterback goes down with mm. a torn ACL, and he crosses himself in silent prayer, hoping that that kid will actually get back up? Right. That guy can be fired. What about the Jewish coach wearing a yarmulke on the sidelines? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or the Catholic teacher wearing her crucifix during the uh, passing time during, during school? Or, or even if she's just saying a prayer over her salad before lunch, silently over lunch, that teacher can be fired. According to the Ninth Circuit, all of those are now terminable offenses because the, stu- the teachers have engaged in demonstrative religious activity in the sight of students. <laughs> that phrase is wow. so ridiculous. And I even understand their cases where they're like, hey, you are leading the kids in prayer. I don't agree with you know people objecting to that. 
But at least you're making a case because, well, you're teaching the kids, whatever. This is a person exercising their First Amendment rights, influencing nobody else. Yeah, look, in 1969, Tinker v. Des Moines, very famous case. The Supreme Court said it's the unmistakable holding of this court for the past 60 years. So that was a little while ago. So it's been the unmistakable holding of the court since then as well. But they said the unmistakable holding of this court that neither students nor teachers shed their constitutional rights when they walk through the schoolhouse gates. That ought to include the gates to the football field as well. And if Coach Kennedy can be fired for this uh, simple act, then teachers, and, I, and, and very soon thereafter, of course, students as well, are going to be subject to having their First Amendment rights taken away from them time and time again. We see this throughout the country on a variety of things. We've talked about Sam Blackledge before, mm-hmm. the valedictorian, who couldn't give his speech because it had a religious content in it. Uh, I've got a, a past client who was a, a student just wanted to read his, his Bible during free reading time at, at school. He could read any book he wanted, but according to the teacher, not the, not the Bible. Uh, these kinds of things happen all over the country. I specifically remember in study hall reading a Bible. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I mean, that's what this kid was doing, right? Pretty much. Look, and that's perfectly fine. But when some uh, teachers misread the law or, or just simply want to <laughs> put the kibosh down on it, I don't know what they want to do with these things. Uh, students get hurt on these things. You know, I had I had a student one time who uh, was supposed to give a PowerPoint presentation. Just it was called All About Me, and and she wanted to put John three sixteen on one of the slides. And the teacher had said no quotes from the Bible as a part of this power presentation. <laughs> Wasn't power it all about the girl? Uh, you'd think, right? I guess it's not. But later about on, the girl, a, a little bit about the teacher. <laughs> it was crazy. In, in another class, she was supposed to write about her like self esteem and things like that, and she wanted to write about how she finds her self worth by being made in the image of God. And her pastor father, her dad's a, a, a pastor, said, well, why don't you write about that? Being found in the image. She said, well, dad, you know, a couple months ago in this other class, PowerPoint said I couldn't do this. Uh, so I think it may be not only wrong, but actually may be illegal for me to write about uh, religion. Wow. I'm like, now, how does a kid who's in the sixth grade, mind you, go from it might be wrong to I might go to jail if wow. I write about my faith? This is why the First Amendment was put into place, so that people would be free, including students and teachers like Coach Kennedy, to be able to reference their faith when they when they go to school. Well, and I think this is important to not just get a victory, you know, slide by. This has to be a statement. You have to go big with these things cuz this is this is the final line. You know, this is in, unless you also make a statement about this, we're going to continue to see the challenges. I think these are the ones you have to go big and and have a spectacle. This is wrong. Yeah, and this is a huge one. I mean, look, we, we're all familiar with Colin Kaepernick and, and the, the craze that's sweeping the sidelines around the country mm-hmm. to take a knee during the national anthem. And as much as I hate that process, I, 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 I teach my kids that they stand at attention for the national anthem, and that's what I think we should do. But that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I protect their right to be able to, to do that protest on the sidelines, as dumb as I think it might be. But then that same logic ought to extend to Coach Kennedy as well. How can coaches and and, uh, players take a a knee on the sidelines and protest at the National Anthem when Coach Kennedy is being fired for taking a knee in silent prayer for the freedom that he defended as a Marine? That makes no sense to us at all. That's why I think folks need to go to FirstLiberty.org, donate those 50 bucks, get this really awesome t-shirt, wear it around town, and when anybody asks you about it, tell them all about Coach Kennedy's case. That's a great point. There is also the question of, you don't know what he's doing out there. I mean, obviously, he's not <laughs> hidden what he's doing. But if I decided to take a knee at the end of a game, working for a school like this, but it was simply because I was inspecting the grass, or 
I was just taking a minute to think about what I'm going to have for dinner. All right, game's over. Or just tying his shoe or finding his contact that he dropped, right? right? I mean, right. he never but knows. But it looked exactly, exactly the same. It, it did. And it, what, what's, the, it's, what's funny is that the school district, we actually argued about that in, in, the, in the case. And what the school district basically said is, we know what you're actually doing. Aha! Busted! <laughs> we got him! We know. <laughs> we know what you did last summer. But the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is the Ninth Circuit went further than that. They, they said that if he's, you know, if he's wearing a Bremerton High School shirt and he's at Cracker Barrel or do they have Cracker Barrels in California? I don't even know. I don't think so. <laughs> they don't let them in there. If he's at in so. and out if he's at in and right. out out there and he, and he bows his head in silent prayer and a student happens to happens by and sees him that's too much as well because he's a, a, a representative of the school district wow. and he's engaged in that demonstrative religious activity that wow. apparently the first amendment doesn't protect. That is crazy. So what if I were to wear a school district? I'm not represent a shirt from the school district, but I'm not I don't work Employed. for the school. Yeah. Uh, and then I pray. Couldn't you say, oh, wait, you're conflating, representing yeah. because you're wearing it? You could get into that. That's, that's, a, a, that's a great easy question. Lead. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's why you should only wear your first down Coach <laughs> Kennedy t-shirt. Oh, nice. There it yeah. is. Nice. I'll make sure, too. It's uh, com. You can get the facts. Share that. If you go to firstliberty.org, you can buy a shirt. Uh, they're $50. Yeah, it's a little higher price point than maybe some shirts you get, but obviously the point is to help Coach Kennedy and help everybody protect their First Amendment rights as well. So any other monies you can donate to First Liberty, I'm sure you guys would appreciate as well. It's firstliberty.org. And then where do we go moving here? Well, this week we're going to see. So next week I'll be back here and tell you who actually filed all those front of the court briefs. And I think I know a couple that are going to be fine. I think you're going to be blown away by the support we're going to see. And real quick, real quick, the amicus briefs, you say friend of the court, that's anybody that has uh, information that would be helpful, right? Yeah. Or someone who says, look, if if you don't rule in this case, here's what it's going to mean to me. Or maybe someone that says, hey, look, I'm in a similar situation. Okay. And or I have been in a similar situation like this. And I wanted to tell you what it's like on the sidelines for me. Okay. Uh, or or wherever they may find themselves here. You know, uh, in the past, we've had Steve Largent filed a front of the court brief, uh, you know, the uh, Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Seahawks out there. Uh, he filed a front of the court brief in, uh, in the Ninth Circuit and, and at the district court levels. Uh, Chad Hennings, who is a famous uh, uh, player for the Cowboys here in Dallas, also filed a front of the court brief. These are guys that are saying, look, I, I know the important the, the stuff that has to go on, the, the importance of this kind of thing for, for coaches and for players, this is huge. So, hey, Court, when you're making this decision on the, on the X's and O's, the actual law that's out there, remember that you're affecting real people. There are coaches all over the country that are going to be affected by this issue. Uh, and not just Coach Kennedy. I mean, not just at high school. You're going to see coaches at college and below so that be, are going to be affected by there'll this. There'll be a lot of amicus briefs on this one. I believe so. Yeah. And, and it's it's interesting. Uh, we've talked about our other case, the Bladensburg World War One Veterans Memorial. Mm-hmm. I know these are two different cases in two different eras, really. But uh, I, it, the same thing. We've got amicus briefs due this week on that. And so maybe next week we'll just do a front of the court brief show and talk about all the incredible people that are going to come out and support uh, of these monuments, uh, uh, Coach Kennedy's uh, case, uh, to make sure that uh, not only free speech is well protected, but the religious liberty of these people are are well protected. And when are you in D.C.? I'm going to be in D.C. Wednesday and Thursday myself this okay. week talking about folks, but that's when these are all due as well, so that's okay. going to be pretty cool. All right, so we'll get an update, and uh, if anything spectacular happens, you let us know beforehand, but we'll definitely talk to you Monday, if not then. Sounds great. Go get your t-shirt, and I want to see, I want to see the pose uh, on our Facebook of Doc Thompson and Christian Cruz. Okay. Do the for this one? I'm going to pose with the shirt. Whoa. Whoa! How about that? What about if I pose with the shirt next to you? 
I don't know if I want you that no. close to me, but that's a possibility. You okay. know, maybe you could Photoshop it or something like that. That could work wow. like a side by side or something. <laughs> but you knew your friend. Here's my concern: Will we both fit in the picture? I've been taking my reduce. Okay, so good, yes. good, good. <laughs> Firstliberty.org. Uh, get your T-shirts. They could certainly use the hearse, uh, help. Firstliberty.org. Speak your mind. Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Appropriation? Yes, please. This is the Morning Blaze. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, that's one that uh, I didn't expect to come around as much. What? I know the shower, uh, chips in the shower one comes around, but me and the straw hat's coming around more too. Really? Yeah, they got me uh, smoking a doobage. Oh, I remember that straw hat. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think it was two days ago, Brad tweeted one of you laying on the floor. You think that one's going to come around? Yes, that was going to come around. Yeah, that I was seen me it, running. I've seen it a couple times already come That up. was a painful day. Holy Was that when I picked you up? No. Okay. Far worse. Far <laughs> worse. So I, uh, on Friday, I'm during my commute, and I decided to run a different area up near Plano. Ooh, nice. So I find some trails up there, because I like to do different trails, because then I can forget how much I hate running. <laughs> so it's because it's different. It's like, I don't know where I'm going. And it was brutally hot, and I'm running... And I know I'm going to run about four miles. Okay. okay? And it's going to be a struggle because it's so hot. When it gets up there, it's just, I don't have any energy left. And you you start getting dehydrated or whatever. So I'm going to run out and back because I don't know the area. So I can't run in a loop. Mm. Right. I don't know where the loop is. So I'm like, I'll just run out about two miles and Mm. I'll run back about two miles. So park the car, start running and I'm running, and uh, I run with an app that tells me how far I'm running. Okay. And every mile, it'll, it'll go uh, one mile, average distance, you okay. know, Got nine yeah. point whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm running, and I'm running, and I look at my app, and I'm like, son of a god, I've only run a half mile. This is killing me today. I'm running, and I'm running, and I'm like, wait a minute, something's wrong. So I look at the amount of time I've run. Okay. 26 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Which on a hot day, if I'm running slow, you most about ten minutes a mile. If yeah. I'm running fast, I'm still not fast by a lot of yeah. standards. But I can run like eight and a half minute mile. Okay, but I knew I'd be a little slower. At that, I've run two point six miles. Yeah. So now I'm two point six out. Okay, and I knew running back. two miles was going to be pushing it yeah. for me, right? So now I'm at like five and a half miles, almost <laughs> whatever. It was like, <laughs> oh, it was horrible, horrible. So I turned around and I'm like, son of a gun, now I got to get my way back here. And then I got a little lost. So <laughs> that's awesome. So I ran like another quarter mile out of my way. Okay. That was rough. That's what I was about. Uh, right near the car. And oh, I'm like, okay. stop. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. All right. Tweets now. Hashtag what I learned today. Sue me tweeting. Wait, what about a quarterback who downs the football to run out of the clock, run out the clock? Mm. Yeah, he takes a knee. Takes a knee. Who knows? Yeah. Steve uh, 42 said a fun ride at the box office, but no cowbell. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. Uh, Let's see. Sheldon tweeting Ant-Man and the Wops. Yeah. And the Wops. You said Wops. Yeah. He said, okay, at real cruise cruise once is a mistake twice. 
um, will be anti-Italian bigotry. <laughs> yep. Uh, I like Have you been one. to Italy? No, I've never been to Italy. Has the uh, fiance? Uh, probably. She's been a lot of places? Because yeah. I would say that'd be a good place to go. Uh, Grand Tourina Water Learn today. Tomorrow in the TMB, cake tasting and envelope licking services. Oh, good, good. Hey, that's how George fiance died. Oh, you're right. Did you have her lick the envelopes? No, I did not. Whoa. Whoa. No. <laughs> no. Uh, TMB Jameis tweeting out, waking up to Chris Cruz saying something with man in the title. Left him confused instantly. Let me know that the world is right where I left. <laughs> the world is right where you left. <laughs> where you left it last night. <laughs> okay, good. All is right. Nothing to worry about here. Good, good. We're still good today. <laughs> Sick Archer tweeting out, Chris, get rid of your big clothes. It's a motivation not to gain back the weight you lost. Keep up the great work. Because, yeah, spend money on it. Yeah, that's yeah. a great point. But I see myself. You're right. I do see myself. Getting a little, little too happy there, and then blah 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 blah. It happens to the best of us, so I know it's definitely going to happen to you. It'll definitely happen. Uh, Check out eodfudge.com. See, that's why. There it is. How can you lose weight when you have a box of EOD fudge waiting for you at home? See, you have a box waiting for you at home. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, where is mine? Did you run off with it? No, I did not. I ordered. ordered. I ordered, and you didn't share. No matter really? what happens, no. I'm out. No matter really what now? happens, I'm out. <laughs> no, thank you for not sharing right now. So you have to get to the point. I am a firm believer that you cannot do away with all of this stuff in your life if you like stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That's good for your soul. Yes. It's yes. not good for your body. Yes. A yes. little bit's good for your soul. I'm not going to be the person who does not have a brownie now and then or a couple slices of pizza or even goes overboard now and then and has like an entire like two pizzas once in a while. (laughs) But most of the time, I got to eat healthy. I got to do it right. EODfudge.com is one of those times you want to save. Yes. If you're even if you're starting, you're like, I'm going to treat myself, treat yourself. EODfudge.com. You get 10% off the promo code Blaze. This is the company that was started by Aaron Hale, the guy you remember we had on who, um, while serving in the Navy and trying to uh, dispose of an an, um, IED, Mm -hmm. ended up blowing, getting blown up and lost his sight and most of his hearing. And has started this company. Find out more about him at eodfudge.com. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. I get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. You can also call us 888 900 Really? 888-900-3393. You can open the phone lines? Well, I am because I see that we have some calls waiting and hmm. Do you want to do tweets or the call first? I think we'll do the call first. Before I do that, though, I have to tell you about uh, Earthwater's affiliate program. Waiting for you right now. Just go to earthwater.com. They're waiting for you to sign up and get your unique ID link that you can share with others and just make money. 
So you're going to buy the stuff anyways because it's a great product. You might as well share it with people. Hey, mom, I just got some earth water. Here's the link. You should buy some too. And you make a 40% weekly commission. (laughs) Stuff adds up quickly. You don't need to get 10,000 people. You just need a handful. It's going to pay for your earth water, you know, what you would normally buy. Maybe you make a couple hundred bucks on the side and you pay your car payment every month yeah, man, and for you, doing nothing other than sharing the link. And that's the key right there. You cannot make it more simpler than just, hey, dog, go to my unique link mm-hmm. and get some earth water. You know you like it. Right. And it's discounted. So you have um, an inducement for yep. people. The reason you want to get it for me is because with my ID link, you're you going to discount. save money. Do you want to pay 80 bucks for a water case? No, you don't. Come to me. Cut it down. Just use my ID link. That's all you yeah. have to do. This would be a good program even if um, even if you had to handle some of the shipping or just keep up with the stuff. But you don't. But you don't have to worry about it. And think about it. You could say, hey, I've partnered up with Amazon. How cool would that be? Like, what do you mean cool. you partner up with Amazon? Yep. I partner up with Amazon. Team Earthwater. Just uh, join Team Earthwater by going to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. That's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Sign up today, and you don't have to worry about any of the shipping or handling. Amazon takes care of that. There's no minimum. There's no sign-up. Pretty much share the information with people. Make a 40% weekly commission. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. All right. Phone calls now. Let's go to Lori D. in Washington. What's going on? How you doing? Oh, so this is one of the one or two days of the year that I feel the most dirty about myself because I have to admit that I am agreeing with Chris Cruz about something. <laughs> about what and now? I'm, Your love of oh plantains? God, no. Oh, oh no. Uh, no. Uh, Ant-Man 2, and I'm not even going to call it Ant-Man and the Wasp. It sucked. It was awful. Sucked? And really? Did, oh, it was terrible. And I wasn't... Unlike Chris, I wasn't confused because, you know, I speak the Englishes. <laughs> so I, it just, it wasn't funny. And Chris, you are absolutely right. It was Marvel 2018. And if you go back a few years, and I hate that I know this, but I'm a boy mom, so I know this. Everybody was bitching and moaning about making Ant-Man because, oh, he gets bigger. He gets smaller. He gets bigger. What else does he do? But I love Scott Rudd and they rocked the first one. And they ruined the second one. And I'm sorry, if y'all haven't seen Infinity War, everybody except Robert Downey Jr. is still, uh, is dead. And it's Robert Downey Jr. in um, Spoiler. So there you go. Spoiler. Hello, sorry. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it by now, then you're just not a Marvel fan. I don't no, care. maybe they were getting ready to. Okay, getting wow. Getting ready to that's... do what? Oh, I know, right? I know. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm, a, I'm a I'll tell you this: if you haven't seen up. Avengers: Infinity Wars, don't go see Ant Man because it's going to spoil the entire movie. Oh my exactly. gosh! I hadn't thought about that. If You're you, right. If you haven't seen, it would. It's going to spoil the entire movie completely. Uh, Doc Thompson, yes, mm-hmm. it is. I don't know completely. It would, it would hurt some of it. It will hurt the end. You will not get that shock effect like that lady did when. When well, since Lori, since Lori, cat out of the bag. Um, well, no, but see, I saw I saw Ant Man and the Wasp with my husband, who has not seen Infinity War. So I had to have that conversation with him. I had to hold his hand and go, "Sorry, honey, he's kind of the only person left at this point." And my husband's like, "Oh, so this is why you went and went to go see it while I was in Korea?" Oh, okay, All right, gotcha. Okay, so, so I started something in my house too. Yeah. Since you got me on that track, I'll uh, do a little bit more with it. Yeah. Uh, you really, as soon as this was going down in Infinity Wars, mm-hmm. I got annoyed. Yes. It was, it, number one, oh, yeah. the fact that it was two, only half a movie. Yep. And it was spectacular, but only half. Yep. And number two, really? 
just from a marketing standpoint, that's going to happen at the end. You're going to do that? You're not going to do that. Everybody knows, which means the only way out of this, the only way is some sort of time travel. And did you see, oh, I which can't is see it. so annoying it. because that is one of the laziest storylines ever. It, it is. The only other way, the only thing lazier is if they go, it was all a dream. <laughs> It was oh, all yeah. a dream. None it of it happened. It's in a coma. He was, he's, in, he was in a coma. And Iron this is Man what is was in a coma. On. You know, they try to remove his thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or it was an alternate universe. Oh. In our universe, that didn't happen. Star Trek. We no, and Flash, the Flash and Supergirl. They always do that. Oh, that was another planet. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that was another Earth. Oh my gosh, I'm losing my woman card talking to you. I'm going to go hang up the phone. All right, we'll <laughs> talk to you later. By the way, later, I think now is a perfect chance. Remember the story I told you about the the black lady that started crying at the end of the Infinity Wars. Oh yeah, because and, and so I couldn't upset. say that much. She, this is what she said. No, you killed the only black man in the movie. Because of... Uh, Black Panther is dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she had to be escorted out because Black Panther dies. And she goes, full racist. How dare Marvel Studios kill the black man first? What are you talking about? They killed about? a boatload of white they people killed, and black people and Asian people and everything. In they it. killed everybody. They killed half right. of the freaking world. That's the right. The universe. So... Okay. <laughs> wow. Very triggered. I don't know if she knows it's uh, fiction. Are you sure? She yeah. didn't know. It was funny because... Wait a I, minute. Wait a minute. This isn't real? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so there's not really a Black Panther out there down in Africa? Jeez. Wakanda's not <laughs> real. <laughs> but I, I've been doing this all I just day called long. my travel agent. Why did he take my money? Oh, man. There it is, Doc Thompson. There oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. We need to there it is. travel to Wakanda travel agency like the fire like the fire stupid uh, oh my gosh we festival should, we remember the do, fire festival oh that's right yeah <laughs> doc, join doc thompson and chris cruz for a two-week tour of wakanda yes you'll get to tour the uh, presidential palace you'll get to uh go to their labs where all the high-tech stuff is developed and you could get a take home of whatever that metal is you uh, some adam uh, no, that's not adam that's vibranium vibranium yes you your can little, take some little your vibranium, own vibranium shield it's a mini shield though just a little one <laughs> and if you're lucky enough you get to see one of the avengers that's right you can even battle along that uh, waterfall they battled you can battle me it's all, it's an expensive package i want you to know it it's ten thousand dollars each and just meet us at the airport Doc, think about it how many people can we get on that scam I, I don't know about going with us. Our audiences. No, no, not our audience, but we go. We go out. If you just put it up in there, general. you would scam people. Yes, you will. Yep. 10000 they'll be like, wait a minute. I get to go to Wakanda for 10000 That's cheap. Think about it. That's so cheap. And you get a little take-home vibranium. Oh, yeah. I can sell that vibranium when I get home. For more than that. Much more than that, exactly. And you get enough of it, and you combine it, yeah, you get a full shield. That's what it is. Shield. So, yeah, it's certainly worth it. <laughs> Travel to Wakanda. There's probably a fake website up already. Oh. Not somebody scamming necessarily, just to be a goof about it. I'm sure there is. So, yeah, she's all upset that it's Even within the Marvel Universe that is fiction, this movie was fiction. <clears throat> Think yeah. about that. Even within the Marvel Universe, yep. Infinity Wars... Was fiction. Yep. Because all that stuff you saw didn't happen. They're, they're going to go, no, it's the time travel one. Or, oh, do you remember 
when the falcon hit his head <laughs> early on in the movie he actually it triggered, it him. triggered he, him it knocked yeah. him out yep. and he was just imagining oh we better be careful to defeat thanos or that's what'll happen yeah yep or yep. Doctor Strange saw all these possible outcomes. This was one of the possible outcomes. It wasn't they could tie the that outcome. In too. They could tie that in too. That's it, all crap. Yes, yes. By the way, yes, it was already done. <laughs> Atlanta Airport offer flights to Wakanda. And actually, it's pretty cool. Anybody there? <laughs> Atlanta 1234 Wakanda, 730 p.m. It's pretty cool how they did it. So. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, the director. Did you see that? Is out of a job. So he directed both of the first two? The Guardians of the Galaxy, two. yes. yes. Both of the Guardians yep. of the Galaxy. And okay. he was working on three, which is becoming before the next Infinity Wars. Ooh. Let's see how that works. Yeah, he was pulled off of it. Yes. Because, oh, not only was he working on Guardians of the Galaxy, he was slated to take over a huge portion of the Marvel the universe. The end of the phase of Marvel. Right, because the first phase was all leading up to Infinity yep. Wars. They bring them all together, and then they'll reboot them and do mm-hmm. all these different things. He was going to take over a huge portion of it. He was kind of the boy genius that was climbing the ladder. Yep. And now he's out of a job, not just for that, but for Infinity Wars, because of a bunch of old tweets. 10,000 tweets. From 2011, even? I think they go so, back yeah. To? They go back to, yeah. Almost 10 years old. For old tweets. Now, the tweets were horrible. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> no. Disgusting tweets. Disgusting. A lot of them about pedophilia yeah. and joking. Uh, they weren't, hang on. They were not tweets that was like, hey, I like having sex with kids no, and no. pictures or anything like that. He was using it as edgy humor. Yes. But way over the top. And I don't know what the satire was. Yeah, I did not get it, and I'm not going to call myself an expert of satire, but I was not getting where the satire was. It was just edgy, inappropriate humor because it's edgy. Humor that is so over the edge that it becomes funny, it's laughing in church when you're not supposed to. Exactly. It's laughing at a battered women's joke. Mm -hmm. Woman joke, right? Yes. Which I know a whole bunch of them, and they're damn funny. Yes. Because they're edgy, but because you're not supposed to laugh. That's what it is. That's what I was taking these were. Most people are not even going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I can still laugh at edgy humor, but these are no. way over the top. Some of them, I didn't even get the angle. I didn't. Maybe yeah, they were in I'm a saying. reference to something else. Maybe inside jokes. Because some of them could have been inside jokes between him and the other people. But if you're doing, like he said, satire and taboo jokes, dude, you need to work on your material. Yeah, I guess. And he was a comedian for years or aspiring comedian before he became a director. Mm -hmm. So that's his past. Should he have been fired? Well, it's up to Marvel Studios. It's up to Disney. It's up to Disney. They get to decide whether or not he gets fired because they don't want the negative publicity. And they decided, yep, he's out of a job. I don't like it. It's old. He offered has offered many apologies over the years. He supposedly made amends with people or tried to years ago. Oh, wow. Saying this was inappropriate. You can go back and follow his tweets. He hasn't had anything recent about this stuff. So number one, it's the responsibility to the decision lies. The responsibility to make the decision lies with Disney and Marvel. Number two, I don't like that. Here's where we are, that people will not offer second chance chances that will not forgive people for wrongdoing, even though every one of us have massive wrongdoing in our past. 
every one of us has massive wrongdoing, massive sin, lies, cheating, theft, sexual assault, whatever it is. We all have some of those things, coveting, did you steal anything when you were a kid growing up? Yeah. Just steal, whatever it is, we have them. Impure thoughts. Right. Unfaithful thoughts. So are you trying? Have you renounced those things? Have you given up some of the ones that people would call you out for like this? Okay, I can offer you a second chance. From my cursory, cursory study of this, it looks like he has. Number three, I hate the court of public opinion that we now live in. That people are haranguing this guy because the guy's a progressive, by the way. The guy's a progressive past. They're eating themselves right now. Right. So everybody, all of the conservatives are out there. This guy's got to be fired. Even though you hate it when they do it to your people, stop. Knock it off. And finally, I think the guy has given it up. Has learned that maybe that was inappropriate. He put out a five Twitter thread yeah, apology. And apology explanation, explanation. Which, first of all, five, that's a whole, I'd say fire him for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Here's what he wrote, and you tell me if this changes your opinion. Okay. Number one, many people who have followed my career know when I started, I viewed myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo, as I have discussed publicly many times, as I have developed as a person, so has my work and my humor. Number two, it's not to say I'm better, but I am very, very different than I was a few years ago. Today, I try to root my work in love and connection and less in anger. My days saying something just because it's shocking and trying to get a reaction over it. In the past, I have apologized for humor of mine that hurt people. I truly felt sorry and meant every word of my apologies. For the record... When I made these shocking jokes, I wasn't living them out. I know this is a weird statement to make, and it seems obvious, but still, here I am saying it. Anyway, that's the complete honest truth. I used to make a lot of offensive jokes. I don't anymore. I don't blame my past self for this, but I like myself more and feel like more full human being and creator today. Love you to you all. I, I take that. I, I Glenn also because the reason why I said because Glenn retweeted it and said you know basically I stand with James Gunn, and people were calling Glenn a pedophile, and I'm like okay let me reread this again, and I sent it to you, I sent it to Martin. I was like guys, what is wrong with saying hey I believe you? There's not just because we say you know what James you know what. Thank you for that, and I believe you. That does not make me, Glenn, a pedophile. By the way, and j- seeing his tweets, because I saw those first. Okay. You know, people did a screen grab of like yeah. 30 of his tweets, and I went through them. I wasn't looking at him going, oh, the guy's a pedophile. No, me neither. I looked at him and said, wow, the guy made a lot of sick jokes about pedophiles. Yes. And I was like, okay, um, inappropriate. Everyone has to decide, you know, for themselves. Um, but I wasn't thinking that. So... Uh, tweeting these things, laughing about them, um, any of this does not make you a pedophile. Defending him does not make you a pedophile. None of those things. So I'm not thinking that. I was thinking he was being inappropriate, but here's what's going on. Even for people who would say, hey guys, court of public opinion, we're frying each other in public, we got to stop this stuff. 
everybody has their own personal triggers. And pedophilia, for most of us, is that line, right? This is the line. And some people cannot, cannot avoid the emotions of it, and they get triggered by it. And a lot of conservatives are then going to say, no, this is too much. You can't even defend him. Can't even do that. Stop it. Take the plank from out of your own eye. Take it out and stop. It is not a greater sin. It is all sin. It is all an abomination in God's eyes. For you conservatives out there that get so triggered by this stuff, stop. It's all an abomination. And some of this stuff comes from our local little churches. Our local little churches over the years who've had preachers that have stood up there Sunday after Sunday that told you homosexuality was a greater sin. Either in fact they told you, or just by fact that that was the centerpiece of every one of their sermons, making this somehow worse. It is not. It is all a sin. And before you start judging everybody else's sin and condemning them, take the plank out of your own eye. Make the statement of what is sin and what is acceptable and what is not based on your Bible and your faith. Hold yourself and hold others accountable to that standard without saying that they are a greater sinner than you are. They are not. They might sin more than you in totality. You may stand up before God on your judgment day. Chris, you sinned 4,428,000 times. Wow. Doc, you only did 1,000 times. No. You know what? That does not matter. Sin is sin. You sin. And by the way, absence of sin is not what gets you into heaven. Thank you. None of that. Thank you. So stop. Sex, sexual deviance may be more offensive and troubling to you personally, but stop. Forgive people as you have been forgiven. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. We're trending. We're number four in the U.S. But Doc, listen to this. Grant says a very interesting statement and a question. Wait a second. Are the people who are condemning James Gunn for something offensive, he said decades ago, are the same people who voted for Trump? There it is. Are you kidding me? I did not think of that. Did, did you forgive President Trump? And that's your president. This guy's just a movie director. Seriously, did, did you forgive him for grab by the hoo-ha? Yeah. <clears throat> well, he was joking about that. Okay, so it was James. So yeah. was James. Yeah, but he was just goofing around. So was James. Yeah, but he wasn't really by any proof grabbing people by the hoo-ha. So was James. Huh, interesting. That's uh, Grant. That's... <laughs> I think you just one tweet of the day right there. I mean, it's it's right there. That's the point. I mean, I didn't. If you remember when that came out, I said he was likely joking with yeah. it. Yes, inappropriate. Get what, it. What did they call um, it? Boy talk. Did uh, know sort of locker room locker talk. Room talk that, yeah. Whatever. 
I don't know if boy talk is that. It's boy talk. It's girl talk or locker room talk. Sorry. I'm st- boy talk's a little different. Okay. But by 20 the way. 20 bucks in town? But yeah, 20, 20 bucks in. But by the way, it's fabulous. <laughs> um, did you give, forgive President Trump for yeah. his past support of Hillary and the yeah. Clintons and giving money to Democrats and Planned everything? Parenthood. Yeah. You thought he had, he had evolved. He had changed. He was going to do something different. Great. I forgave him for those things. I voted on track record because I got to see proof. And that's the reason someone said, would you likely vote for him now in the future if it continues? Yeah. If he has a good track, if he continues with a good track record. Right. Yes. I mean, Is that too much? A lot to of say? water to come uh, yes. dam before over the dam under the bridge, whatever. But a uh, lot of water has to come before us before then. But yes. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Neil before Zach saying, if you can't apologize in 280 characters, then your apology is unacceptable. Yeah. I'll give, I'll you, give that. you that. I'll give I'll you that give too. You that. TMB Drake saying, Doc, 2.6 miles plus 2.6 miles equals 5.6. You must be using the new math. No, no, no. You I know, know what you it is. It's 5.2. Do... do you remember the other part I said? That you where got I lost? said I kind of got lost for like a quarter mile or so. <clears throat> Come on. As I was making my way back to the car, I couldn't remember if I went this one way or the other, and I started running, and I was like, nope, got to turn around. That ended up being like a tenth, uh, 0.15 mm-hmm. of a mile. I turned around somewhere in there. Anyways, all I know is when I got back to the car, it ended up being right at 5.5. It was like 5.47 or something. You know you can't do math here. They'll challenge your math. That's why I stay away from numbers. Everything's a challenge. Everything is a challenge. CB tweeting out what I learned today. Since we have gone full down, so we have gone down the rabbit hole of spoilers, which of the Blaze staff gets Infinity Rapture? I know Doc gets Blaze Raptor, but Chris Cruz won't. He's the rocket of the Blaze. I don't know what it's based on. I think I'd be stuck here. You'd be stuck here? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be stuck here. You think so? I would. <laughs> what about yeah. Mordecai? Oh, he's gone. He's gone? Well, he's a bit player, too. <laughs> <laughs> All the supporting cast goes. All supporting cast goes. The main characters, the main they characters split up stay. half and half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, that's one thing I want to know. How do they pick the characters that who stay? And who? Mm. I don't get that. Oh, that's so annoying. Hey, if uh, you get a chance, go to balmshot.com. Balmshot.com. Love the balm shot. Why should I go to balmshot? So you can get balm shot. For what? Balm shot. It's great lip balm. Oh, In lip an balm. Awesome uh, applicator. Yeah. It's probably the best applicator you can get out there. Designed after a shotgun shell because unfortunately other balms just open in your pocket. They get all gooey. It's a mm-hmm. mess or whatever. Wayne started the company and uh, has done really well for it. It's a great success story in 3,000 stores. But they're trying to build up their website numbers and ask you to try it by going to balmshot.com. Mm. Balmshot.com. If you order six, you get a free ball cap. Free ball cap yeah. and free shipping. Yeah. Balmshot.com. It's balm like lip balm, shot like shotgun shell. You will be thrilled you did. Yeah. Honest to God, I am spoiled now. Yeah. And yeah, I I don't think you know my son, I gave him a little taste of the bomb shot. He loves the bomb shot. Did you tell him this? The first one's free. I did. did I did. First I did that for, I did that for my fiance's grandmother, and she still does not get it. Hey, sweetheart, go to bombshot.com, get it. I just ran out, Chris. Here's another one. Go to Bomb Shot. Oh, you screwed shot. yourself on that because now you got to go for her. I did. You got to tell the fiance to start going there for her. Uh, so I'm like, go to bombshot.com. You buy two, get three for free. Use the promo code. That's it. Yeah, what's that promo code? Uh, doc. Use the promo code doc. Bombshot.com. Try it today. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
one does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is The Morning Blades with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Another one from uh, Grant B. Free Money. Leave it to at real Chris Cruz to say, say say the term boy talk while we're talking about James Gunn's pedo yeah. jokes. I think that's what triggered my, you. Gotcha. My wires got crossed. DM XDM. I'm still waiting for that Doc Thompson show to do a half uh, marathon run for charity. Oh. I've run a half marathon a couple of times by myself. Just, you know, not official, whatever, but I've run 13 point whatever mm-hmm. miles. You notice I'm not going to do the whole thing. Someone will call me on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> trust me, I've done it. Uh, I'd do that. I can't do it right now. Not in this heat. None of the Texas heat's killing oh, me or whatever. 118 yesterday, Doc. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went for ice cream. My ice cream melted. 118. It was 108. 109, I saw it top out. Oh, no. I was I was going out for ice cream. I looked on it. Phone, 118. My car, 118. And then it went, it feels like 120. Yeah. How do you know that? I know. That's quite scientific there. Uh, N tweeting hashtag what I learned today had to go to Mayo Jacksonville emergency room. Great job treating me as a patient and human. Thank you. Mayo Jacksonville. You superstars rock. I don't think that's part of ours. <laughs> I don't think so. But they used a uh, gif from yes. always sunny in Philadelphia. I so I that. had to read it. I love that one. <laughs> Frank getting a checkup for no reason. Right. So had to use because of that. <laughs> yes. Of TJ Toppin. So nothing happened. Nothing funny happened over the weekend. When does the funny start? All right, you're right. It's been a pretty serious show. It's been a, been a lot of r- difficult things to cover, but things that were really mm-hmm. important had to get to. I have kind of a funny. You do? Kind of. I'll let you decide. What is it? Or heading in that venue. It's Comic-Con in San Diego. Okay, okay. Which is just funny kind of by itself. Yes. A lot of hot girls there, though. Yes. During a panel, the cast of Fantastic Beasts oh, I know were you're commenting. Going Why? They were asked what they would do if they were actually gifted with magical powers. Oh, it's oh. What would you do, Chris? Chris? Uh, if I had magical power, first of all, which magical power? I want just you want invisibility because you want to go all shady. Yes, Um, I would pick fly. Fly, okay. Because with fly, you're going to get all the stuff you want. But don't you fly automatic with the brooms? So why waste it on that? Well, you're thinking too much like this cast. I just mean in general. Oh, in general. Okay, yeah, flight. Yeah, I'll give you that. See, here's the thing. Anything you could get, mm-hmm. or most things you you would want with invisibility, you could get with flying. But flying is on the up and up. Yes. So yes, you want it is. money, because yes. if you're invisible, you'd be able to if slink we, around and get yep. money or whatever. If you could fly, you'd do endorsements and stuff. You'd get just amount of money, but at least be on the up and up. Yes. Anything invisible is shady. Yes, it is. Okay, gotcha. Well, I want to get a lot of girls, whatever. Okay. You can fly. Yes. Trust me, that's not a problem. No. Anyway. So they asked them, you know, if you were actually gifted with magical powers, though, magical not superhero power. powers, okay. but magical, and you could do things, know things, whatever, what would you do? Hmm. And actress uh, Zoe Kravitz said that she would impeach Trump. <laughs> that is a fail on so many lessons. So- <laughs> You've got magical powers, and you would impeach Trump. What about make him disappear? <laughs> what about getting rid of all fascism? Yes. What about giving everybody plenty to eat, yes. health, whatever? That thing that you talk about communism, <laughs> make it work. Right, exactly. Make communism work. Make socialism work. How about just saying, we're going to get rid of all hunger, yeah. give everybody health care yeah. so everybody lives in this utopia. So How right now, Trump has, oh, come on, people. This that trumps so all this other stuff. So stupid. Haven't really thought that through, have no, you there, you Zoe? Have not. You no, you could You could give peace 
health, prosperity, wellness, any of those things to everybody with magical powers. Nope. Instead, she wants to impeach 45. And by the way, you don't need magic for that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you just wasted a stupid thing. Right. This is like it's saying, not like impossible. if you had magical power. Right. You want something that is not possible. Thank you. I mean, it is not possible for us on this earth to give everybody the exact same amount and nobody has any health concerns. It's complete peace. It's not within our powers. No, it is not. Okay. But it is within our powers to impeach Trump. It yes. can happen. Yes. So this is like saying, Doc, go ahead and hit me. What, Doc, me. Doc, what magical uh, powers would you want if you could have one? No, no. What would I do with my oh, magical Oh, what would you powers? do with yeah. magical powers? I'd get an In-N-Out burger. Just walk across the street. It's literally right across the street. Yeah, but I feel like if I had magical powers, I'd just you summon get one a, of those up. Could, <laughs> just, there it is. I mean, I'd get a double-double. Yeah, you could get I that could across th- the street. I mean, with fries. You yeah, know. across the street. Probably a shake. Probably yeah, chocolate shake across the street. Mm. We have to do this walk. That's a waste of your magical know. powers. I don't know. It's not possible for me to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this means it's easier to impeach him. Is that it? It is, isn't it? It doesn't have to be like convicted of something and do something well, yeah, treasonous. In order to impeach him, you either need people uh, impeaching him for no reason or he needs to have done something that's impeachable. Yeah. And then you need to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. But it is very possible. Yes. yes quite possible. Um, <laughs> as she said this, of course, everyone, you know, they went nuts. And then they came up with their own impeachment spell. <laughs> I didn't go that far into the story. Wait a minute. There's an impeachment spell out there right now. Yeah, because you need you need a spell, a can incantation. Oh, please, chant. Please tell me that you're gonna say it. Oh, I do. Okay, good, good. Impeachius Maximus. So you impeach you impeaching Max? Impeachius Maximus. Wouldn't Trump's name will be in there some sometime? I think that's I would think so, but um isn't that just saying maximum impeachment? Yeah. Which is stupid because there's not a maximum no. impeachment. There is impeachment or there is no impeachment. Yes. It's it's the process. Impeachment <laughs> isn't even a removal from office. No. How funny would that be? If they impeached him and he still didn't get removed from office because the Senate still has to pick up the punishment or whatever, right? Or it's the House. Anyways, you still have to pick the punishment. Mm-hmm. Impeachment Maximus. Impeachment Maximus. Got it. Nailed it. Nailed. You know, you know they're like, it. nailed it. Nailed it. He's, he's impeached, right? And when I, I don't know if it was Zoe, who was one of the cast members, or one okay. of the others who came up with Impeachius Maximus. Mm. Obviously, they're not the writers; no, they're, they're just not. the actors and thank actresses. Thank God they're not. Yes, yeah, so everyone who likes that <laughs> franchise. Thank God. <laughs> Do you think uh, what's her name who write the books is like oh, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's not what it's it would not, be. Would Come be? on. Anyways, of course that was Triggered. met with uh, additional cheers. Oh yeah, Woo! everybody's saying it. Yeah, you know the freaking nerds are like impishimus maximus. I guarantee okay. that there are shirts out there right now 100%. for sale. Impeach it. There were probably at Comic Con yes. within hours. Yes, there's. In fact, if I was at an event like this, oh my, we. You know what we need? The next conventions, Democrat and Republican conventions in 2020. Impeaches. No, no, no. no? Greater. This is this is Trump's this. Really? We need a little screen printing setup in the back of a van. Okay. 
so we can be right out in the parking lot. Oh, I'm ready for when something happens. Boom. Within seconds. Oh, my gosh. Am I right? You're right. Because they're on stage in the big auditorium saying stuff. You scream, get it, go, go. Go, go. And you're literally printing money right now. Done. Wow. Am I right? You're right. Because you could get it made quick, but it'd be like the next day. I the want him as people are leaving that venue 20 hey, minutes later. Trump just said this. Or get Comic right Con. If he just Maximus, here you go. <laughs> Other cast members uh, had a bit of a political agenda when they mentioned what they would do with their magical powers. Okay, go for it. If they it. were magic. Uh, one of them said, are you ready? No so, guns. So Zoe Kravitz said, impeach, oh, yeah. impeach Trump. Trump. And it. that was impeachious Maximus. Okay. And okay, what did you say? No guns. Wow, that's that'd be a pretty good one from, yeah. from their from perspective. their perspective. You say no guns, all the guns. I have magical powers. Eh, Gunnius Maximus they, gone. Oh, Gunnius no. Maximus. Yes, they would use their magical powers to smash the patriarchy. What patriarchy? Well, yeah, that's a bit of a problem because there's not a lot of you patriarchy. Mean the London left. one? No, the no, no. Where they come from? Or no, no. You know, or the patriarchy like in the Middle East, oh, where women are okay. second class citizens yeah, or yeah. whatever. North no, Korea? Um, they meant in America. Oh, sweetheart. What America are you watching? Again, don't feed the hungry. Don't give any, them money. Don't any of that Free stuff. Free health care. Smash the patriarchy. Smashimus Maximus? Smashimus Patriarchius Maximus. Maximus. <laughs> still working. It works better it, than the first one. It's still a working <laughs> incantation. I mean, try it. See if the patriarchy gets smashed. Yeah. And smash the part of the patriarchy. <laughs> Smash get rid. It. What about get rid of it? Johnny Depp then showed up. Oh, we know he loves Trump. No, not oh. at all. No, triggered by Trump. Is he it? showed up in costume um, because Johnny Depp has a problem. Yeah, oh, he was in, in full garb. Full garb of what? <clears throat> he's in Fantastic Beasts, right? One of the oh, characters. I didn't know that. I think he is. Johnny Depp has a problem. Johnny Depp doesn't know how to be Johnny Depp. No. Johnny Depp is a good character actor yes. because Johnny Depp is good at playing other people. Yes. He does not know how to act in society. This is actually probably on on the verge of being clinical. <clears throat> He's right there mm-hmm. at probably having trouble. More often than not, he shows up at these things in character. Yes. Not just because he's trying to give the fans a treat. Do you think Johnny Depp really is going to go that far out for him? No. He it's more about he's... He has to be there. They're paying mm-hmm. him or agreed to it in mm-hmm. his contract, whatever. He doesn't know how to act with people. So he showed up, made a surprise appearance, delivered a fascist speech. Fascist? Well, they called it a fascist. He called it a fascist speech. It, uh, it borrowed from Trump speeches. He used quotes from Trump speeches okay. with a uh, magical supremacy twist. Okay. Such a stretch such a stretch one of his quotes is we who live and i think this might be one of the incantations or part of it okay we who live for freedom or truth the moment has come to rise up and take our rightful place in the world oh he was so close to rhyming that i was waiting for the rhyme uh dude incantations don't have to rhyme Oh, I'm sorry. Those are Scooby-Doo incantations. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. In the real magical the real world, magic they world? don't have to rhyme exactly. It doesn't have to be that way. In the real magical world, fiction movies? Right, exactly. Okay. So, anyway, so there you go. Impeachius Maximus. <laughs> Do they have an incantation for the fascism? They ones? don't have the whole... Uh, no, they didn't no. say... Uh, 
Mm, I mean, the patriarchy. Sorry. And by the way, that was only part of this bell. Oh. I don't think you can just throw out a Peachius Maximus. Or maybe you can. I feel like you'd have to point your wand at And Trump, that's my next thing. Do you need a wand? His... Do you need a wand for this? Or can you just I don't know. enchant I, it? Like I that? really am not that up on it. Because I'm a level seven witch, and like I thought I knew all this stuff. No, but this is this is very different. This is very different. Yeah, oh, this is political witchcraft. That's part of the problem. See, here. that's very dark witchcraft. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to get into the it political is. witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Well, get the tweets in with the hashtag. What I learned today. Got to tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition's uh, gr- Field of Greens. If you haven't tried it yet, this is something you need to get on. Field of Greens at BrickhouseDoc.com. You're gonna love the product. I am convinced more than ever that uh, we are eating. Far too few vegetables and far too much of everything else. Agreed. I'm looking at this thing. I told you I was speaking to a nutritionist recently uh, for another project we're working on. And I'm convinced that's the problem. We keep running to these different these different diets. And it's this diet and that diet. And we cut it whatever. Now it's the keto diet mm-hmm. and whatever. And all of them may have a place and a point and can be effective. But when it comes down to it, you got to move more and eat less calories. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it. That's it. Okay. That's a struggle for some of it us. It is. All right. Got it. Got it. Within what we're eating, then you, I mean, that's just to lose weight, the calorie thing. Mm-hmm. You've got to, if you want to be healthy, have a bi- balanced diet. And we are eating far too much meat, usually far too many carbs, unless you've tried to cut those out, and not enough vegetables. Vegetables are giving you the nutrients you need and the dietary fiber as well. If you simply replace some of the things in your diet with the greens, you're going to be much healthier. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. It's the truth. That's going to be one of my focuses now because in the last decade or so, I just always have kind of carbs in the back of my head where I'm like, eh, eat fewer carbs, eat fewer carbs. I've been watching kind of my calorie intake now and eating mm. more greens. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it has helped dramatically as well. Try it today at BrickHouseDoc.com. It is it's a good replacement for those greens. If you don't have the time, if you don't like the vegetables, you got to eat these things. Just do it in powdered form that you mix with a mix with a liquid. It's called Field of Greens. They recommend mixing it with eight hour eight ounces of of liquid. You can mix it with less, with more, whatever you want. Mix oh, whatever it with. you want. I think we have, over the weekend we had a guy that mixed it with the uh, APR coffee. And oh, brew it, see there it and is. Brewed it that with may a, have been a joke. Yeah. That may have been a joke. Oh, maybe a joke. Oh, I was so maybe they were serious. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. Good for them. Um, I don't know. Have you tried vodka? Oh, I have not. I don't know how healthy that is for you. Eight you're ounces seems like a lot, but you are getting you are, your greens. Doc Thompson, you're getting your greens. Stop it. Get your greens at Field of Greens uh, by going to BrickHouseDoc.com. BrickHouseDoc.com and try it today. Tesla's coil saying... <laughs> Hank Johnson's magical incantation, Guanamos Notipus. <laughs> Guamanos Notipus. Because <laughs> if you don't use that, it, it will, will tip over and capsize. Lucky Farkin saying, if I had magical powers, I wouldn't need anyone to make me a sandwich. I could be making any sandwich I wanted for free. That's right. Um, what you want is um, magical powers yes. or a uh, wife. Yes. Yes. You know what? Yes. Uh, smells like teen saying uh, uh, Hollywood uses their magical power to virtual signal. Ah, yes. Virtual <laughs> signal. Speaking Doc saying, Doc Thompson reads a non-listener tweet before listeners tweets like the Democrats defend illegal immigrants over citizens. I got to I got to tell you, they they triggered me. <laughs> I No, wait a minute. Hang on. We don't know that they're not. We, do you know what? You're right. We don't know they're it's not. It just wasn't uh, something specific about the show. No. So I assumed they were not. Yes. I could be wrong. 
But I got to tell you, a a gif of Danny um, DeVito with the butt hanging bare assed in a hospital robes twirling that's, from that's Harambe. That's Harambe. It, it's, yes. it is Harambe level. Yes. Uh, Stinky Biscuit tuning in now. No, Johnny Depp now plays all his roles as Johnny Depp. That is true. That is true. But they're always <laughs> in character. T- but, yeah, go ahead. TJ Toppin saying the next Harry Potter universe movie has to have a classroom scene where the, the the professor says, this is the dumbest spell I ever teach, but I have to teach it. Impetuous Maximus. Impetuous Maximus. Impetuous Maximus 45. Maybe oh, that's how you make it Trump specific. They have to cast Maxine Waters. Always oh, the villain. As- <clears throat> She's so dark. She, she is, is so dark. She is. I mean, she's... A personality yes. that is very heavy she by wants, that, I mean. She wants people to be violent on the streets. Right. That That's what I dark. meant by dark. Yes. That's, I don't feel like I have to explain that. But I don't think you just should. Just in case. Okay. okay. We need to get her to say that. We need her to reference this. I don't know. Maybe we tweet at her. In, like, don't let her know we're trying to, like, use this for the show. Yeah. Somehow, if we could plant that seed and and tweet at her. It'll be her people that get it and say, oh, my gosh, Maxine needs to support this incantation. I need Maxine Waters chanting a made up fantastic beach beast witchcraft chant against Trump (laughs) in peaches. Forty five us. That's so true. Wouldn't that be awesome? Got to get that. By the way, speaking of movies, I saw last time we were at the movies a couple weeks ago. A trailer for an upcoming, uh, um, what's his name? Robin Hood movie. Oh, yeah. Christopher Robin. Yes. That's the name of it. Christopher Robin. Um, that's one of several Robin Hood movies that are coming out. Yeah. Seven are in the pipeline right now. Whoa. Right now, there are, yeah, Christopher Robin was the Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Oh, that's so, I thought that's what you said. No, Robin Hood. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if it was Christopher Robin, that's Robin Hood. Or that's uh, that's Winnie that's the Pooh. A, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't see that one. I saw the Christopher Robin. Yeah. Didn't you recognize with the little bear that that wouldn't be Robin Hood eating honey? No. Wow. Okay. It's been a struggle for me today. Uh, this happens all the time in Hollywood. This is one of yeah. the things I hate most about Hollywood, aside from the liberal crap, is that they always they get this idea. They're like, oh my gosh, that gangster movie was good. All gangster movies come out. Yeah. And then the Robin Hood ones. And they over and over and over again. Right now, there are seven in development. All of them will not make it, but you can bet three or four will. Development, okay. In the pipeline. You know, yeah, they're, no, no, they're I'm green light to go. I think that's a good number. A two out of seven. That's a good number. Oh, it'll be more than two. I guarantee yeah. at, least, at least three will make it. Yeah. At least three. Or a and couple of them will go straight test. to DVD. Could be. Yeah, that's I'm thought about or that. Netflix. By the way, uh, President Trump supre- uh, supporting Brian Kemp running for governor now. Yeah. Did you gonna, see his tweet? I did. Supporting him and we had yep. him on the air. And he's going to join us tomorrow. Oh, Brian Kemp or yep. Trump? Brian Kemp. Oh, okay. Just wanted to double check and make sure. Hey, the iTarget Pro system is waiting for you at iTargetPro.com. If you haven't ordered it, what are you waiting for? This is an awesome system that allows you to get better and better at uh, target shooting. And target shooting and being good at target shooting will lead to you being able to protect yourself and your family much 
much better. Yeah, you're probably dry firing. You don't go to the range all the time. So you sit at home, you're in the backyard, whatever you dry fire. And that's great. That's going to help you as well. But you don't know where it lands. So you can't connect or adjust. You can't say, okay, I got to pull over this way a little bit, or I'm a little high, I'm a little low. If you get the iTarget Pro system, you'll be able to tell. You'll be able to take it anywhere. It works with the proprietary app on your phone, so you could see where it would have hit. Find all the details at iTargetPro.com. It's iTargetPro.com, but remember the promo code DOC because you'll get 10% off your order. iTargetPro.com. You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Alrighty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning place. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We we learned that uh, Chris Cruz will likely honeymoon in Mexico. Yeah, maybe. For the right price. No, there's there's something going on. (laughs) You say you can't go, but I think that's all your cover. I can't go there. I'm not allowed down there. We learned uh, the good news is the plank in my eye does not me, uh, prevent me from seeing the speck in yours, mm, which is good. That's a good I one. I could see right around that plank. By the way, I do like that quote. Also, we learned that Maxine Waters may, in fact, be a fantastic beast. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? <laughs> She's so one. dark. She's, She's so dark. So dark. Ant-Man will go down in history as the worst Marvel no. Studio 18 movie. No. And how much is Boy Talk, Doc? 20 bucks Amazon time with sprinkles. With sprinkles. Very good. All right. What, if anything, did the listeners learn today? Hooray! Chris Cruz has lost enough weight to fit into the pants of the tuxedo he forgot to return from the last wedding. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm wearing today. Uh, Deuce 5 saying, I like to purposely wear a red shirt, then go to Target and mess with people. That's a jackal right there. That is. That is a true jackal. Mm-hmm. TMB Drake tweeting out, it is... It's oh. it is the teacher's job to teach the truth, not their personal feelings and ideas. That is true. Yep. You know what? That would be a fun. I can't believe people haven't done that as a viral video series. Oh, they have. Where they mess with people purposely. Yeah, yeah they have. Okay. It's those kids have no time for the, for anything else. They have. I see. Okay. Donna saying always consider that being not taken more important. The big guy might be thinking those left can do all that is needed. She's very very deep on that. Hit me again with that. Always consider that being not taken more important, the big guy might be thinking those left can do it all that is needed. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. What? I feel it like might be a reading of it. I'm, I'm really tired today, so maybe that's it. I'm a little I down. Should. Hey, I had to get the new numbers on procrastination because of being so tired. Uh, what do we got uh, coming up tomorrow? Brian Kent. Oh, and that's right. What does Glenn have coming up? A lot up? of topics. Very And what topic. is he wearing? Coach Kennedy first down t-shirt. Oh, nice. Remember the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. I, oh, sorry. Anya, now you go home. <laughs> Thanks, really? Man, it's like a the slow rehearsal today. With Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.